Hello, everyone coming in. Just waiting for my beautiful wife to get here. Thank you for sharing the show. Baby, there. I am here. Can you hear me? I can. You're still just a touch slow, but I can hear you. <sighs> so sorry. Hopefully it'll work. How about everybody in the crowd? Can everyone hear Sam? All right. Good deal. All right. You gonna invite me to video or? I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Okay, give me a sec. Oh, I'm not ready. We're going to get rid of this terrible music. I got better music than that. Okay. Yeah. All right. You coming to video? Oh, look at you. What yes. shirt is that? It's my Don't Call Me Princess shirt. It's Princess oh, Leia. It's very cute. Yes. Princess? It's kind of my mood today. <laughs> yeah, I get you. We're going to tell people about that shortly. Yeah. So, if you're ready, I don't know. Well, let me, uh, I love it. Guys, welcome to How Was Your Day? I am Dave. I'm one of your hosts. Of course, my beautiful, lovely wife. Sam, I am. Yes, you. <laughs> and uh, this is How Was Your Day? We are the married couple bringing you episode number 40-something. I don't know. What are we? I don't know. What is 40 it? 43. Something. 43. Probably says uh, in the title. It does. It actually does. Let's look. We are on oh. 43, episode 43. On, I don't know, what... What a beautiful day today. No. Is it Rock's birthday? I don't know, is it? Or is that next week? Might be next week. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, Rock, is it your birthday? That's what I want to know. So anyway, uh, yeah, let me... <laughs> he just clapped. Uh, yeah, let me finish this. Uh, welcome to How Was Your Day. It is me. I am Dave, my lovely wife. Same I am. Yes, exactly. We are the married couple. Um, yeah, simple show. Uh, tell us how your day was. You jump in. Tell us how your day was. We'll talk about how our day was, and uh, we'll try to make yours better if it was crap. And if your day was great, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Maybe we'll make it uh, even better, hopefully. But i uh, very happy to see all you guys in here, and especially you, sweetheart. I love that shirt. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Sorry. And um, <laughs> I guess we could start this way, babe. Uh, sweetheart, how was your day? Um, shit. <laughs> I'm usually what? like, oh my god, it was so good. <laughs> no. All right. Your day was shit? It was a fucking shitty-ass day. Yeah. What? Day. Yeah. That's yeah. not good. <laughs> That's not good. What happened? Know. How can I, How can the audience and how can we all make it better? I don't know. Uh, work's just been kind of blah. I mean, I'm doing all right, but, you know, there's just things and, you know, I'm just kind of in a shitty mood. I, it's, I'm so sorry. I will get in a better mood. 
That's a, well, yes, you will. Better. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> it, it'll get better. I promise. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Oh, you know what? I also okay. So it is a shit date. I was making uh, soup at work. I don't know why I had to do that to because you're making you soup. So you needed yeah. to show us. Yes, I'll show you. I was making soup. And yes. there's a microwave here with a, it's a, it's up on a fucking ledge, and I bent over to grab said soup on the on the thing, and I smacked my head on the corner of the goddamn ledge in front of. I was like, "Jeez, Louise!" I mean, <laughs> I have a mark. I mean, I don't know if you can see it. it. Not not with the light, but there's a mark right here. Oh, you know, it's just been that kind of fucking day. I'm sorry. Yeah. We we all are very sorry about that. But guess what? <laughs> it's going to get better because here we are. We're doing our show. Yeah, and we've got right. everyone here joining us. We've got, <laughs> in fact, while I call them out and start talking about them, well, you could put the little thing in the cookie. If you'd make me a producer, I would. Oh, darn it. That was on me. I've been trying to do that. <laughs> oh, Man, you'd think I'd know what I'm doing by now. <laughs> you, you would think, my love. Fine, you're a producer. Now Woo! make it your show. Thank so God. since we're here, and before you ask me how my day was, let's say hi to AC and to Jay and Kat and uh, Truthful Sweet and David and Real Skinny, Rock Steady, Sarah. Well, of course, you and I are here. And our special guest, Paul Vato, who is going to be our guest tonight. And I think that's awesome. I'm very excited about it. All right. Now, did you have something you want to ask me, sweetheart? Why'd you go off a of video? You're a producer now, and you're muted. That's all right. Well. Because I kicked myself out of the damn show. <laughs> you're a producer, and you kicked yourself? <laughs> At least you didn't kick yourself out of the show, so that's good. All right. Well, you keep working on that, but in the meantime, did you want to ask me anything, sweetheart? All right. And now she's paused. Well, anyway, I will just go with it. You know what? My day, while well, our producer gets going, <laughs> my day was, eh, it was all right. It was all right, too. Um, weather here in Nebraska, it keeps going back and forth. Yesterday, as anybody might have heard that was on uh, social media, we had sirens last night. Um, we didn't really have a, a tornado or a cyclone, as Rocksteady likes to call it. Um, but it was, yeah, it was weird weather it, in the morning. Um, in the morning when I woke up, it was 40 some degrees. Then it got up to 92 degrees and my beautiful wife's back. Yay. And, uh, and then by the evening it cooled down again and we had crappy weather. And then today's just been like, I don't know, 50 degree weather, but it was all right. Was Work sunny. was fine. And now I'm home with you. So that part's good. And, uh, anyway, and I'm excited about our guest. Aren't you? Yes, aren't you? Very much. So. Guys, give it up for Paul Vato. Um, he is our guest tonight. I'm super excited about that. So anyway, last week, I do want to talk about something, if I could. Last week, sweetheart, I told you the story about, thank you guys, thank you. And anyone on the show, if you could share the show, that'd be awesome. Yes, um, not sure if we're simulcasting now. I still don't think I have that figured out. Normally, uh, we will put it on if it's not simulcasting to Facebook, we'll put it on later. Um, but if it is great and, uh, we'll figure it out from there. But anyway, babe, last week I told you the story yes. and I didn't quite get into detail, but I told you a story about how, um, this thing right here, um, I, it's the a dongle, dongle yeah. right. And, and I didn't really get into that deep enough because I went into my 12 year old self because there was a lady who was given a training class and she kept saying the word dongle. 
And I just kept laughing to myself. And But the real reason that it was super funny is the way she would say it is, well, your service advisor needs to figure out where he puts his dongle. And <laughs> she would keep saying things like that. So that led me to, just today, look up uh, words that aren't dirty, but they sound dirty. You want to hear some, babe? Oh, my God. I'm so I had no idea this was coming. <laughs> yes, yeah, I of do. course you had no idea this was coming. We don't <laughs> normally share stuff like this. So I know. <laughs> so words that aren't, and there's there's some there's some in here I haven't heard of. But for example, um, uh, beaver, not a dirty word. Nice beaver. Yeah, right. No, not a dirty word, but it kind of sounds dirty. Fine. Well, I mean, How about rump? Rump. Anyway, they they start out kind of easy. Yeah. Penal. Right. Like All right. Anyway, yeah, I get it. masticate. You know what masticate means? Of course you do. You're smart. <laughs> yes. It means to it's chew something chew. up. Yes, yes, to chew. Masticate sounds terrible. Um, and then um, I guess there's something called a fanny blower. No idea what that means. Um, fanny oh, it's blower? what fans were called in the 19th century. I, okay. Anyway, weird. Um, I was in the Navy. A poop deck is actually a part of the ship. Right. I swear to God, do, it's do in the back. It? It's in the back of the ship, and okay. it's it literally it's a poop deck, and it's a, it's in the back middle of the ship, and I assume because it's on the ass end of the ship. Who knows? Um, let's I just see what else people we have. Took a, copped a squat and took a shit. That's all. That could be. That <laughs> definitely could be a um, a skitty cock is an old name for a water rail bird, and it has nothing to do with anal sex, just letting you know. That's what I thought skitty it had. Cock. <laughs> okay. It's a skitty cock. It has nothing right. to do with anal sex. Right. Um, of course, uh, kumquat. You know, I got in a ton of trouble for calling somebody a kumquat once, and they thought it was something really bad, and really, it's just a fruit. It's just a fruit. <laughs> that's, it's only a fruit. That's it. It's, that's it. <laughs> yes, a ton of trouble. I almost got my ass kicked. Um, let's see. There's Here's the one that I really wanted to go over, and I really didn't realize that magnesium iron silicate hydroxide uh, is actually coming tonight. I swear <laughs> to God. Coming tonight. I am not making that up. It's right there. Coming tonight. I so uh, just... So, and, and later on, babe, I am going to rock your world. <laughs> See, it's a rock magnet. Never mind. I, anyway. No, I get it. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's all I got on those. Anyway, no, oh. it just, that's what I looked up today. I, you do the news stories. I had to look up something dumb. And so that's I what like I did. It. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate now we're it. All well, everybody, for it. Seriously, we're all smart for it. Everybody clap it up for me being dumb. That's what, that's what I do. <laughs> All right, guys, if you want to uh, rock steady, first off says, I have a dongle, and he <laughs> masturbates. <laughs> so thank you for sharing, Rock. I think you spelled both of those wrong. Um, but uh, no, yeah, yeah, if you guys want to leave us a message, uh, click that link in the fortune cookie since, uh, Sam, since I made her producer. And now the link is there. You can go leave us a voice message when you do. Here's the important part. Turn down or shut off. Um, fireside um leave us a quick message then pop back into the show because otherwise it will you'll hear us in the background talking while you're leaving the messages it's just something that helps out so anyway so that's where we go um here's where the show is we've got a guest tonight again paul vato he is the man we'll get into everything he has done in his life shortly no not really that's not our show uh, but he is going to come up on stage and uh, have fun with us so 
look forward to that. And uh, sweetheart, I assume you have some news stories too. Would you like to start with one? Yes, this one actually, okay. it, it kind of, I think it uh, is apropos with your shirt, your shirt that you're wearing today. Oh, sorry. I forgot to point out my shirt. <laughs> Oh, and tonight's episode of uh, yeah is uh, brought to you by Captain Morgan. Yes, I am wearing a Captain Morgan shirt. I got that. I I ordered that, and we're sponsored by Captain Morgan Parrot Bay Rum tonight. And of course, the regular no, not regular this time. I got vanilla Coke Zero. Ooh, anyway, sorry. Thank you for reminding me that. Go ahead. Today. Okay, so <laughs> this <laughs> I'm already laughing. I actually read this story, and I thought, man, this is great. So there is a leader of the uh, Church of Flying of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. He wants to. He's fighting the uh, British Columbia uh, people who distribute his driver's license to let him have his pirate hat in his license photo. Okay, that sounds fair enough. He is arguing religious freedoms and his religion. <laughs> no, seriously. Okay, so this his, is a whole, this is a thing. <laughs> what was the church again? The Flying Spaghetti Monster. Okay, all right. They're called Pastafarians. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I'm going a little low tech today, guys. Uh, my, uh, my work flagged my emails to myself. <laughs> my, yes, it did. Because <laughs> my... Uh, <laughs> Because my news stories were offensive somehow. I don't know. So uh, this guy, his name's Gary Smith, uh, and he is known as the church captain. Uh, he argues his pirate hat is a part of his church relig church's religious headwear. Um, so the, the Flying Spaghetti Monster ch uh, Church it actually started as a farce. Uh, there was a kid in um, who went to Kansas State. Here, let me read that. Uh, he went to Kansas State, and he was uh, he posted to the school board as a an al alternative to evolution because they were trying to teach uh, intelligent design in public schools. So it really was a farce, but people have actually, uh, it's become a cult following, uh, literally. Uh, and Pastafarians, uh, the, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, the Spaghetti Monster is like a colander with spaghetti, and they have their own creed. But he has uh, argued that it is his religious headgear, and uh, that they. And he also says that they've let him put it in his marriage license. And he, he's able to uh, marry people. So in his uh, license for that, gotcha. he's able to wear his 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 hat. But they will not. And they say he's discriminating against his religion. Uh, they're still not going to do it. They say there's no way this is an actual religion. But here, this is him in his. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody just listening on the audio, you can't see the picture she's holding me. But uh, that, uh, that's yeah, Gary, Gary Smith, that's yes, from Gary. British Columbia, yes. All right, I know that, it's pretty fucking great. Uh, that's, <laughs> he should have just got this shirt and just worn anyway. No, I yeah, I know. I'm just saying. It's just no, I get funny. that. All right, Other members got... also wear colanders on their head because of the pastafarian, but yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, 
That's something. All right, we do have a couple messages, uh, sweetheart. I'm going to get to that. And then somebody requested to send a message, which means that for whatever reason, and that's fine, they weren't yet following me, so I'll figure that out shortly, and I will play that message All right. shortly. So give me one second, and we will hit. Uh, here are some messages. Hey, ho, I'm leaving a message early before the show actually starts because I'm on the way to work, and I've got a bit of a fucking shit of a job on this morning, so I don't think I'm going to be able to chime in. I will be listening but I'll have clients around sticky ears, so I can't exactly make dick jokes. Uh, nor can Buck Lau, by any chance. He just told me to tell you that, too. Thanks, guys. Okay, well, we'll Thank look you. for Buck Lau and Rocksteady. You know, it's funny. He, he left that and said, yeah, I'm not going to be able to leave any messages, probably. And then here's Rocksteady again. <laughs> God damn it, it's been six minutes since I last left this first message, and there's still two minutes to go for the show starts. Longest eight fucking minutes of my life. And I'm almost at <laughs> my job. I'm just trying. I'm just going to just drive a little bit slower here, so I can maybe be best of life. All right. I'll just come to see Sam. Fuck Dave. No, oh, shut up, dude. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> goddamn, stop that wavebot music. Even though these messages are after the first ones that come in. <laughs> and Dave, your mic was a little hot when uh, a little hot, loud. Uh, Sam's was okay, so I don't know if that's changed since this show started. But uh, anyway. I've only come to hear Sam anyway, so fuck you. Yeah, I hear you. That's why I'm hot. All right. I did. You're right. I did have it up just a bit, and I think you're right, and I did comment. In all honesty, I'm really happy that you guys are uh, interviewing Paul Vado today. Paul Vado, man, uh, I don't know if you're hearing this at the time that I'm leaving this message, but uh, you are a special dude, man. Uh, you're someone who's become a very good friend. Uh, you know, towards the, the back end of last year and over this year, especially on social audio, man. Um, Look, I rate you as a person. You're a person with a kind heart and a dirty one too behind the scenes. Just so, I just want everyone to know that he's a dirty motherfucker, right? Yeah, that's right. I said it, Paul. No, but seriously, man, much love to you, brother. You're a great guy, and I'm just so glad that we met. That's great. Well, that deserves something. Rocksteady, thank you very, very much uh, for leaving those messages. I will uh, yes, thank you. also look to see who else we were getting a request from. Here is maybe this. Um all righty. Whoop. There it was. Yep. All right. So we've got, uh, that was Thunder Buddy trying to leave one, but we'll get to that shortly. Sorry. Okay. That's my Thunder Buddy. I even have the song ready for him. All right. Um, should we bring our guest up? I know you got more news stories, babe, but I think we should yeah. probably bring him up yeah, and, uh, you know, invite him to the stage. Uh, can you, since you're a producer now, can you invite him? I can try. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Guys, clap it up for Paul Votto. Paul um, is an actor. He's an improviser. Um, he is a voiceover artist. He is an entrepreneur. He's the owner of Votto Cigars uh, at VottoCigars.com. Also, I believe, still in Binion's. He can tell us shortly. Um, are you still on it? Is he coming up? I hit the thing, invite to speak, I believe. All right, he's go. on stage. But anyway, give it up for our guests. Paul Votto, and we'll invite him to video here shortly. I heard he, I just I heard he shaved for this show. I heard too. I might be wrong, but um, all right, there he is. Hello, there we you go. You did shave for this show, buddy. Mm. <laughs> How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, this this uh, this really this show really got my cockles. You know. <laughs> See. <laughs> Very nice. Very good. Appreciate that. Guys, uh, Paul, before we get going, I, I do want to just point out, um, 
yeah, a lot of people know who you are. Um, and I've heard quite a bit. I mean, I've, I've heard of you from before I even knew you, obviously. Um, I didn't realize I'd heard of you, to be honest, but I know I'd seen some things, like a lot of people. Um, back to the commercial where you sat on the um, sat on the uh, copy machine and fell into it. That was you. Um, you were on Mad TV a little bit. And all this stuff is in your IMDb, okay? Um, and, and although we might go with a couple questions based on the IMDb, um, that's not really necessarily our show, but I did print it. But I have heard uh, you've been in a couple shows where, in fact, one in particular, not to, not to disrespect anybody else, but there are a couple shows that they just went right down, read your IMDb, and started asking about that. That's not going to be the show. I'm just warning you. <laughs> we uh, might, well, uh, I, you know what? I, in that case, I only have about five minutes. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, it'll be a little bit because it, 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 you are an interesting gentleman uh, as far as, I don't know, uh, a lot of what you've been through in your life and uh, a lot of where you're going now um, is extremely interesting. So I do want to get into some of that. Sam, I know, has some questions for you as well. Um, but we'll get into that in a little bit. But I just wanted to let you know on some of that. Now, I do have a question about a couple things on it. So we'll get into that shortly during the interview process. But other than that, we're just going to have fun. We're going to hang out, have a good time. Um, that's kind of what the show's about. And uh, Sam will have some more news stories. We'll have some, hopefully, comments from the crowd. You guys can still leave those at Married Couple Podcast. That is our IG, the underscore married underscore podcast anyway underscores between every word the married couple podcast you understood it anyway so so let us start out by first off paul vato how was your day yes how was your oh, day? it was uh uneventful which i think is always is always nice uh you know so, some days kind of when, when it rains it pours and it's kind of funny because vegas uh is chilly i mean Compared to other parts of the country, probably not that much. But it uh, and and I I think uh, because of the wind, my sinuses acted up. So I've, I had this like headache that I've just been trying to get rid of because it, it rarely happens. And of course, uh, WebMD is no help. So I, I might have nope. terminal. Cancer. You probably yeah. have cancer. I don't know. <laughs> probably, I think so. What? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's WebMD. You go down the rabbit hole. I mean. <laughs> Oh, yeah. okay. I was like, man, don't wish that on anyone. Stop. No, I'm <laughs> I mean, it's, it's on the internet, so it must be true. Yeah, I, I exactly. it. That's, it's, you know, headache, I think that's what it means. Like, it's a brain tumor or something. So mm -hmm. I don't have long. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Okay. Um, let's, uh, real quick, I do want to thank everybody who is here. AC's here. Jay, Cat. Uh, Truthful Sweet, we've got David in the audience, Real Skinny, uh, Samantha, Rocksteady, uh, Mark, it, who is Thunder, uh, Kathleen, Elizabeth, um, Paul, that's you, Sam, that's you, and Dave, that's me. Of course, Natalie and Sarah also joining us. So, uh, Waitbot's there too. He loves this show, actually. Waitbot. <laughs> He's awesome. So, um, before we get going too far, I do have just a question or two for you. And this will come from this sheet. How, how do you, and I hope I'm not stealing any of your thunder, sweetheart, but I need to know, how do you get a drink named after you? How do you, well, how, I think, how does that happen? <laughs> how does that happen? I, I think uh, for, for one thing is I, I, I guess 
you need to drink a lot. I think, <laughs> I think that helps. And then maybe have a little bit of a name or, uh, you know, some infamy, maybe. Uh, so I, you're, you're referring to the Velvet Vato. Uh, at, uh, unfortunately, I don't think the restaurant survived COVID. And I never promoted it how I should have. I'm always, you know, it's, it's always not embarrassing. I mean, I, put it, I do put it out there. But I, I feel like I should have done way more. Because it was there for about 10 years at a place called Velvet Margarita Cantina in Hollywood. California at the 1612 North Kawanga. Um, and I know that because I, I literally moved my, one of the apartments that I lived in on, on, uh, in Hollywood was a couple blocks away from there so that I'd have an excuse to go on a walk so I could walk <laughs> into the Margarita Cantina and oh, Big nice. Daddy and Ava, uh, the, uh, I, I became friends with them and I would sell them cigars and he's the reason I came out to Vegas. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I was walking past one day, at like 3 p.m. And I'm not a daytime drinker at all. And I popped, uh, the door happened to swing open. I knew that, that there really was, weren't many people in there. And I, I, I walked in and they're like, hey, we're doing some, uh, some tastings. Do you want to join us? I'm like, sure. And uh, we sat around for a couple hours tasting some, some new concoctions. And I think I, I put it out there. I was like, ooh, this is a Velvet Vato, which was originally a frozen mango margarita. And so I always, I always said, I go, yeah, uh, the Velvet Vato, it stuck. You know, it went down easy. It was uh, delicious. Sounds uh, great. <laughs> I kind of so, want one. <laughs> but no rum in it, though, probably. So maybe not. Uh, lots of tequila. Okay. I'm down for that. <laughs> so that, that's right. how I got uh, uh, my, a drink named after me, the Velvet Vato, which lived for 10, 12 years. I, I, I'm sure I have photos from their menu because it was on the menu. And then eventually they started calling any of the flavored margaritas um, the Velvet Vatos. So you could get it in strawberry, mango. But the original was a, a, was a mango, which apparently some people are allergic to mango. Uh, who knew? Uh, who did know that? All right. Well, <laughs> uh, quite a few of the things for, for anybody joining or listening later. If you don't know who Paul is, Paul, I mean, I'm gonna, I'll run down some of the things that you've been through if I can find it. I mean, I'm not even going to find it. I know uh, you were uh, on Matt, um, Matt TV. Um, you had guest spots on Matt TV every, every once in a while, right? Um, you were on the Sarah Silverman show. Um, you did uh, what was – Sweetheart, I know you even got the list, but I've got it. Wait, oh, I do. Um, Cedric the Entertainer presents. Um, you were um, you were on a soap opera at one point, way back in the day. Um, Bold and the Beautiful, is that right? That's yep. correct. I think okay, I'm both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so you, you, you've done a lot of that stuff, but I think your main uh, the the main thing that you've done is you're uh, an owner of a cigar shop in Binion's? Is that... Uh, well, yeah, for 10 years. Ten, uh, yeah, 10 years, but but uh, it didn't quite survive. That's a, what a, I was going to ask you. Did a, That's what I was going to ask you, because as yeah, I looked it yeah. up today, it says that it's no longer open. Correct, yeah. I, I still have the locations, but we're, we're, we're not doing cigars, and I'm not really involved in the day-to-day -day operations. Uh, so yes, uh, uh, sadly, it's tough to sell cigars when people are wearing masks. Right. Uh, so you know, and and it was just uh, uh, twenty twenty. There was was a very tough year, uh, 
and yeah, it, it just, it couldn't survive. And sometimes you just have to know when to pivot, but I still do stuff online and I have my regular customers and wholesale cool. cigar store, uh, you know, several cigar shops. So it, it, it you know, it, it still lives and the brand still lives and good. Hopefully, um, going to do something, you know, in the metaverse because everything is moving to web three and doing it, doing it there. Uh, and, and it's and not saying that it won't come back, but I didn't realize, I mean, you know, owning a business for all of you that know it's, it's, it's 24 seven, uh, which I've done. I didn't know any better, you know, since I was 23. So my, my first business was a gourmet ice cream and coffee shop. So I was used to it, but I've just gotten used to it. That's just the way it is. You know, if you're working 20 hours a day or whatever, it's uh, that's just the way it is. Even though I, even though I joke, my joke is uh, that uh, my father said he worked hard his whole life, so I didn't have to. And I said, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, sure, correct, I get it." <laughs> the uh, you can still go find uh, your cigars at VatoCigars.com, I would assume. Correct, correct. Okay, uh, I just want to make sure right I got now, that. Right now, it just points to Paul Vato because. I, I I'm also a domain uh, name investor, so mm-hmm. I probably have about four or five hundred names, and I was trying to point them all so so that I could so I could sell them, you know, and price them. And I inadvertently pointed Vato Cigars to sell the name, and I was like, oh, so now I'm just trying to figure out how to point it back to to the the site where where, where all the information is. But I was like, all right, if somebody wants to buy it for a hundred thousand, then you can just buy the name, which you know no, nobody would with, without the business. <laughs> Right. So it's, it's still there. I'm just trying to figure out how to point it back to my. No, I get it. So, so, so when we show up in Vegas, how are we going to smoke cigars and, and get a drink? I mean, we don't know where to go to find you. Well, you just you just <laughs> hit me up, and I'll come find you, and it's I'll bring cigars. And and we, yeah, we can. The nice Deal. thing is, uh, Vegas is your cigar lounge because it's mm-hmm. it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's tougher on the Strip, but downtown where I was, you know, I've, I've been there for. 12 years now, 11 years. Uh, it's, it's very cigar friendly. So some of you will be like, yay. And others will be like, okay, I'm not going there, but that's old Vegas, classic Vegas. That's where Vegas started in 1905. And if you'd have the time, I'd, I'd be more than happy to tell you the whole history of, <laughs> of Vegas, specifically downtown and Fremont street. Well, we probably won't do it on this show uh, tonight because oh. we, it's only a 90 right. minute show, but yes. <laughs> Uh, but I definitely want to hear that in person. <laughs> yeah, downtown Vegas is our favorite. I mean, the Strip is is it is what it is, but downtown is where we we like to hang out when we're there. So <laughs> we love that. Yeah, it's it's friendlier. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong; you'll st- we'll, you know we'll still take your money, but it's going to last <laughs> a little bit longer. Yeah, right. yeah, with five tables, ten. To- I was I want to go meet uh, my partners in this NFT project. And that's that's the thing, you know. Business continues, you know. I guess it'll never end for me. And uh, I, I went to put them on the strip, uh, and then we went to a little off strip casino, Palace Station, and they were they were fantastic. The customer service was great, and um, it's it's uh, it's it's even there, which is kind of a locals casino. Table minimums were fifteen dollars, which I mean doesn't sound like a lot, but you know it, it'll go through your money awfully quick. Right. Fifteen five. Whereas downtown, you can still find $5 tables and $10 tables, right. especially after a certain time or before a certain time. So uh, your money goes uh, a lot further. I think people are friendlier. It's not robots dealing. You know, people are just like dealing with no personality. You know, so it's, yeah, downtown is fantastic. I love it. 
Well, we'll be there in about five weeks, so we will definitely hit you up, by the way. <laughs> no, we, we're definitely going to. Yeah. Um, it's speaking of that, real quick, real quick, I do <laughs> have uh, – we'll talk about that later in the show too. But okay. uh, I do have a few messages from uh, – looks like – Maybe skinny? I don't know. Let's find All out. right, Dave. I finally got your friggin' message after I got off of work. And, you know, you know, I'm, I'm happy for you guys, but you don't have to blow my phone up telling me, hey, skinny, hey, skinny, I got, uh, I got a Latino on the show finally. I finally got some <laughs> Latino guy to be on the show. I, you know, and great. That's great, Dave. I, I hope it's George Lopez, okay? Oh, I'm just saying. All right? But anyway, uh, you know. Sam, love you. You're always great. Uh, Dave is, I know he's, he's draining. But anyway, I hope your Latino guy shows up. Uh, <laughs> and if it wow. is George Lopez, George, wow. I'm your biggest fan. Love you, man. Wow. Yeah, be glad to see you. Uh, and at least you're not that Paul Votto guy. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, great show, guys. Have a great show. That is a real skinny for you. That, yeah. That's always jokes. Yeah. yeah, always jokes. Um, he's got a few more. I hesitate. Oh, wait, shoot. Uh, you said it was a comedian. Is it going to be that uh, Iglesias guy? Uh, you know, the one they call Fluffy. You know what I'm talking about. Come on. Is it going to be him? No. Because I will totally tune in for that. And if it is him, hey, dude, Fluffy, I'm your biggest fan. I'm just saying. Just want to <laughs> just want to say that, man. Can I have your autograph? Also, can I get a picture with you? Hell, just send me a picture of you. You can oh, kick his Lord. ass from bringing him to Vegas. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Shit. Gabriel. Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, I'm sorry I forgot your name, Mr. No. Iglesias. Uh, still, can, can, can I have a picture with your autograph on it? Uh, say to my biggest fan, Skinny, you're a cool dude. Uh, and thank you in advance, sir. Mm. Again, that two more. Gracious. But, all right. Hold your breath. What's that? I know, I right? This was going to be a roast. I, I didn't. I actually didn't Neither either, Paul. Did I apologize. <laughs> um, but Dude, hang on. I'm so freaking sorry. Somebody just recently messaged me, like, in the last while I was leaving the last message and shared the show with me. And apparently, you guys are having this uh, Paul Votto guy on. Uh, so sorry. I, I was excited. I thought it was Lopez or Iglesias. My bad. Um, <sighs> Paul Votto, you're, you're, you're great. Uh, you know, guys, glad glad you had him had him on your show. Uh, good luck with that. Uh, anyway, great show, guys. Y'all have a good one, Paul. Much love to you, man. I think he meant that one. Yeah, I think so too. I think that one he meant. That he actually real. Uh, he's no. He just has one more. One more. Hey, uh, Paul, don't feel bad, my friend, about about your business going under uh, with the cigars and stuff. You've had a failed business now, so now you can run for president. I mean, Trump did it, for God's sakes, right? And, I mean, you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> They're still an NFL team. I mean, come on. They're that still an NFL team. Thanks, really. Kenny. So, I mean, come on. That just shows you can do anything you want to do, really. But uh, Well, oh, missed the end of it. That was on me. My fault. <laughs> no. no, I really was trying to see if it looked like somebody else left a message. But, guys, uh, Skinny's not the only one in the audience. Please leave us a message. Hit that yes. link. Yes. And, Paul, Paul, real quick, he did um, bring up your first show that once you got back into it, and, sweetheart, I know you got another news story. I'm going to let you hit that real quick, but was with Cachino. Uh, uh, it was with comedian Cachino, who is a stand-up comedian, and that is different from an improv comedian like yourself. Um, somebody who does improv, and you guys do uh, – improv and and sketches and things like that 
and actually I know those two are different things also, but uh, he, he's been on our show before. Uh, Kachino was in episode 20 something, 22 or something like that. And he did say at the time that he wasn't real impressed with um, the Latin community. And as far as comedy went, because they don't come together as a group, they don't help each other out. It was more like everybody for themselves. So even though Skinny was joking and kind of trying to bust your balls there a bit, apologize. <laughs> but um, he was he mentioned some actual stand-up comedians that do that. And is my question to you, is that something that you've seen as far as the, the Latino community, or or has it not been that for you? I mean, is it something, because you actually started a, a Latino improv group and uh, stuff like that. Do you find more that the Latino groups like that, as far as what you've seen, is it something that they come together and help each other out like that? Or do you kind of agree with what Kachino was saying back on our show back then about, man, it's kind of everybody for themselves. Yeah, uh, but but I, I think I think maybe Hollywood is 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 that way, and I would imagine that that um, and I don't know if I'm going to say this correctly, but you know, uh, you know, improvisers, we're, yeah, and well, you you said that we're not standups. So um, in our community, you know, I came from the Second City, and they kind of had the, their issues, and, and and you know, but Second City was a place to cultivate your your group, and they allowed us to perform there. We, we did our show, touched by an Anglo, for. We were supposed to do it for maybe three months. We ended up running for about six or, or longer, I think. And that's how I ended up in L.A. But um, so as far as, you know, improv, it's about sharing. It's, a, it's about growing. So I don't, you know, at least that was my experience when I did Improv Olympic and the Second City. Sure, there's competition, but it's all pretty much based on merit. Um, and, and uh, you know, I was not going to be on an improv because I, I wasn't taking classes because I'd already studied. I studied with Del Close. And I actually accidentally studied with him twice. So for about six months, I, I studied with Del Close. And then a year later, you know, he passed away. But in the meantime, uh, I'd gotten a phone call saying, you know, if you're not taking classes, you can't guarantee your spot in the team. And then that motivated me to then start Salsation, myself and uh, a young lady named Tilda Del Toro. And uh, we put together this group. This was almost 25 years ago. And if you know anything about improv, improv groups last a few months to six months, maybe a year tops. Right. So for it, and it's still going strong in Chicago. So kudos, oh, nice. kudos to them for keeping it going. But I don't see that as far as in, in the improv world, but it is definitely a trait of the Latino community. And they, we have this whole crab theory and maybe other cultures have it too, but, but it's, it's uh, you know, this, this guy's fishing and he's got a bucket full of crabs and the guy goes, Hey man, you should put a lid on that. Because uh, your your bait your crabs are going to escape. He goes, oh no, no. He goes, you don't have to worry about that. He goes, those are Mexican crabs. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, well, every time one of them kind of makes it out to the top, the other one's the just other pulling pulls back, back down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, wow. And, uh, I'm going to bring my friend Adele because he has a lot of stories, you know, of people that have kind of kept kept his career down. Other Latinos, specifically, you know, some very the major one. You know, the, an Oscar winner who, who because he didn't get a part in his production, then you know, kind of like blackballs him. So I'm wow. I'm sure it happens amongst other people, but it does seem to be predominantly in in the Latino co community. Uh, as far as Cochino goes, I mean, his name says it right from the get go. You know, Cochino means dirty in Spanish. So it could also be that 
you know, maybe that's he's not the you know the the brand that others might want to associate right, with. Right, right. And I, I don't know. Uh, and I mean, he's funny. Uh, right. I, uh, I know that some people might might take his comedy offensive, and I'm I'm probably the last person that should say that because you know, as, like Rocksteady said, I have a, a very dirty mind. I mean, Gilbert Gottfried, God rest his soul, was one of my favorite you know, comedians, and, and people like Daniel Tosh, and uh, you, you know, uh, people that, that that push the envelope. You know, one of my favorites though is Sebastian Maniscalco, who, who's relatively clean. You know, very clean. And Jay Leno, who, who's been on there, you know. So, um, but I can see, I can see where he's coming from. It, it's, it's. Uh, but, but I, I've, I've had other friends do it. You know, once you, you achieve a certain level of success, it's harder to still continue to associate with, with maybe the people that you came up with, because you, you're, you're, you're trying to work with people that are <clears throat> higher than you, or maybe better than you at your craft, because that's the only way to get better. So, I, I don't know if I'm really answering the question, but no, there's no. a lot of animosity and jealousy in the Latino community against other comedians. But I would never say they're the reason I didn't make it. You know, I mean, I made it in spite of that. And, uh, right. or, you know, I'm trying to make it. And I, I would love to do stand-up. It's still my dream to really to do, put together. Maybe it's a one-person show, so there's not as much pressure to be funny every 20 seconds or 30 seconds or or however stand-up works. Well, you are, you're already hilarious anyway, and that much I know. And I know that... Even though you know that's something that you haven't specifically done, I know if you if you put your mind to it and wrote it and performed it, I know it'd be awesome. So, so if that's where you want to go, now, uh, thank you very much. Um, I'm gonna shout out the audience, babe. You get your news okay. story ready. I'm sorry, it's her Hi, show. And here, <laughs> here we are, just taking over. AC is here. Jay, Cat, uh, David, uh, Skinny, um, Samantha. Uh, Rocksteady, Kathleen, Elizabeth, Mark, Yuri, Sarah, Truthful Sweet, and Connie McShitballs. Best name ever, by the way. Um, so, um, sweetheart, uh, and Paul, if you don't mind, uh, let's have a new story and we can listen and enjoy and comment on it and go from there. Okay, so this is right. actually one I wasn't going to do. Um, I had kind of mentioned the premise, and you were like, why the fuck are we doing this? So... The uh, Brazilian president is in trouble. He's get he. They're looking at him now uh, because he's spent some, you know, public money on the military for some things that they're they don't know how uh, or why. So he's in trouble right now because he bought thirty five thousand units of Viagra. <laughs> For the Navy and the Army. And he says it's for, uh, let me get this right. He says it's to treat patients for, or with pulmonary, I cannot talk, pulmonary atrial hypertension, which is a form of high blood pressure. Uh, But they don't buy it. Uh, Now, not only that, since they found that, uh, they have found that he also bought 60 penis implants for the army. <laughs> Why? Um, <laughs> I guess. Which, it, was that the Bolivian army? Which army? Brazilian. Brazilian. Oh, the short, yes. the short hair arm. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brazilian. Yeah, so, so he, he, these these sixty inflatable silicone penile implants have cost between fifty thousand and sixty thousand rias, which is about ten 
ten point or ten thousand six hundred dollars or to twelve thousand eight hundred dollars each. Each. Wow. Uh, and he's bought them for three different military hospitals. There has got to be a problem in the military there. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, let's see. Some people have said that, you know, uh, this explains why the military's support uh, for the president just rises and rises. And they also say uh, these pills are to help uh, the armed forces fuck democracy even harder. Uh, so that is what's been uh, on Twitter. And I see stuff. what you did there. <laughs> I, why? <laughs> I don't know. Join the uh, Brazilian military, I guess, and you get my, it. Yeah. My coworker, Quincy, goes, Well, what do they do for the women? And I kind of thought, Man, I guess that's what they're doing for the women in the military. <laughs> I guess. I didn't say it out loud, though. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hard pill to swallow, really. <laughs> that is. It is. There's two jokes in there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, goodness. Wow. Yeah. I got, and that was the Brazilian. Brazilian. Yeah. Brazilian. Like this. Yeah. Uh, yep. Brazil. already said yes. it. Didn't work the first time. Got it. Yes. Brazil. <laughs> got it. Yes. You got Brasil. it. Brazil. Yes. <laughs> wow. Um, all right. Uh, um, guys, if you guys uh, want to leave, we actually don't have any messages. So if you're leaving, wow. clap up. If we're, you're still here, clap it up for us. So I know you're still here because normally we have a bunch of messages by now, but we've only got skinny, uh, you know, and no more messages at this time. So if you have left a message, maybe hold on, let me check that back channel. Thank you. All right. You get everybody still here paying attention. That is good. <laughs> All right. So, um, sweetheart, with that, um, I know that you did have some questions for Paul. I do, you yeah. want to, uh, you spit a couple of them out? Cause I do have a couple also, which I'm kind of saving for the end. Oh, um, no. but, uh, but go ahead. All right, Paul. Uh, so you, you owned a business, an ice cream business. You've, you've been an entrepreneur with that. What, what made you think, improv and acting are the thing I'm going to do. Uh, how did you, I mean, what was inspired you to do it and what, you know, got you into that? Uh, a, a comedy and, and, and people saying, uh, you're, you're very funny. You should do stand up. I've always been told I, I should do stand up, And, um, and, and I, I, by mis I mistakenly got into improv, uh, <laughs> instead of, like, I didn't know the difference. You know, I think like a lot of people, a lot of, you know, it's, it's like, Oh, tell me a joke. I'm like, well, I'm an improviser. And then it kind of sounds like, like we'll improvise something type of a thing. But um, I, I ended up at the Improv Olympic by mistake, uh, wanting to learn how to stand up. And, um, but, but it, it was, you know, I, I've always, since I was 17, 18, uh, and I was able to, to I think, I to the clubs. Um, it, it, it was, it was, uh, I was a, a big fan of comedy. I even had a radio show back in the early '90s where I would interview stand-up comedians that were that were visiting the Chicagoland area. And I can't remember if my show was on a Wednesday or Thursday, but probably on a Thursday because I would I would interview them for their upcoming show. They were usually there on Thursday, anyways. Uh, so I, I I remember maybe my biggest score at the time was with Rich Hall, Richard Hall, who had been on Saturday Night Live and really funny guy. And I, I wouldn't. You know, I'm this young guy, 
and and people were like, like yeah okay yeah I'll, I'll interview you uh, I, I mean I'll, I'll be on your show uh, and uh, man it, it was it was it was fun it was just at a local little tiny little radio station but since they were going to play on Friday Saturday and Sunday on Thursday they had no problem doing a show and so that kind of really got me into, but I was such a big fan of people like Bill Hicks and you know Sam Kinison and um, even even like Bob Goldthwait I think for a while there I was Streaming at people because I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so it was my love of comedy, and then doing research and finding people like Richard Pryor, and then going going all the you know back to Lenny Bruce and seeing that evolution. So I've always been a big fan of stand up, and I've again I've, I've always wanted to do it. And I know there's a, a learning curve, and uh, so so uh, it, it was that, but it mostly anytime I would just interact with people. They're like, oh my god, you know, you're so funny. You should do stand up. And a lot of the time, early, it was just saying things that were, were more shocking than the other person's willing to say, which you know now might not be as shocking, but maybe kind of hack. But it, you know, so, so I, I remember at uh, 23 trying to decide whether I had this opportunity to to buy this gourmet ice cream and coffee shop. Uh, in well, it was a gourmet ice cream shop. I turned it also into a coffee shop, which is where I met my my mentor Nicholas Papa Nicholas. And um, is that is that still uh, Papa Nicholas Coffee? Is that still the company? Because you can get that at Walmart. Oh yeah, is it, is it, so this yeah. is it right here, Papa Nicholas. That, yeah, that was my yeah. buddy Nick Papa Nicholas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he mentor. He, he and I became fast friends, and I mean, there's a, a whole story to how I met him and how on the on the without knowing who he was, he threatened one of my employees. He. Uh, uh, yeah, he 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 threatened to beat her to beat her black and blue. He hit on my girlfriend, and then he introduced himself as he was walking past his coffee. Right. And then we became fast friends, and he became <laughs> second father to me. So, right. uh, yeah, yeah. Coffee, if you like coffee, Nick, uh, Papa Nicholas and Son's coffee, um, and nice. I'm still friends with with his son Vaughn Papa Nicholas, uh, who I think is starting his his other like a typical Greek tragedy. You know, Nick and his brother. Gus, of course, th th those are their names, got into a fight, <laughs> split up Aroma Coffee, and then his sons have yeah. done the same thing. So the Greek tragedy continues, and um, which I, you know, I probably shouldn't put out other people's business on here. But uh, yeah, yeah uh, I, uh, I remember meeting someone, and, and she told me about um, an acting class that they were doing at a local college. So that was my first foray, and it was uh, Chad Allen – and I forget what, what the other two young ladies' names were, but one was like on Beethoven. It was acting uh, – it, it was a class for young actors or something. Like, and I was like, wait, are we the young actors or are they? Because they were they – were, <laughs> I mean, they were like 17 or 18 at the time. Uh, but they, they had already been in Hollywood. So I, I, I took a class, and then there I think I met someone, and I studied a little bit of improv. I remember driving to, to her condo to study improv. Uh, at least that's what she called it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, doing some research and finding, I, I must have looked it up in the yellow pages, you know, comedy, Chicago. And because I figured, oh, well, we got to go into Chicago. So that's how I found mm -hmm. the Improv Olympic in like maybe 97. I'm, I'm thinking it was 96 or 97. So I'd already had to shop for, for about five years. And I was like, you, you, I started it, in, well, I bought it in 93. And uh, so uh, I'm giving away my age. I can't believe it. But um, yeah, yeah, that's all right. I, I, I then uh, 
started going into Chicago and I started, uh, and I was like, there's a lot more to this. It's not just throwing comedy out there and hope that it sticks. You know, there is this, I saw a great show called the Armando Diaz theatrical experience in Hootenanny. And it was basically uh, an improv form where somebody, a monologist tells their story and then you improvise around that. And when I saw it that first day, I fell in love with it. I was like, how do they do this? So, you know, you, you don't realize that there are some <clears throat> tips and tricks in the form that you follow that you can later break. Um, so I think that's, that's then what I was like, I want to do what they're doing. This is what I want to do. And then a couple of years later started Salsation, which then became Barrio Speedwagon when we moved it to, to LA. And it was a Latino improv group um, because I, we felt that our voice wasn't being heard. And it wasn't. And, and it was no fault of Second City or Improv Olympic. It's just that in a city that's probably, you know, 20% Latino, there, there were no Latinos in improv. There's no Latinos in comedy. So I, I thought it, it, was, it was our time. And everyone since that day has, has been saying, you know, it's the year of the Latino this year, and it's never happened. You know, everyone else has passed this right. up. But it's, it's uh, yeah, I just wanted to give, give – and it was comedy with a Latin flavor. Uh, so we were too Latino for, for the Anglo networks and, 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 uh, and not Latino enough for the Latino networks. And it was always the same thing. You know, you, you go to ABC, the, the uh, um, all-but-Chicano network, and they're like, you know what, take it <laughs> Or you go to the Caucasian Broadcasting Service and they like, wow. to Telemundo, and and then we would take it to Telemundo and we take it to and they'd be like, "You guys should be on, on on the mainstream networks. Like you guys aren't Latino. Like we we are, you know. But we happen to have been born in the U.S. and, and English is our first language. They're like, yeah, you know, we're looking for Spanish content, and it's I think it's kind of been that way. So it's great now that we can kind of create our own thing and just put it out there. And um, but yeah, we found great success with with Touched by an Anglo. And it was in the vein of Second City, where it was it was um, social satire and commentary. We, you know, one of our was uh, one of our through line sketches was "Who wants to be an American citizen?" Where you know the more questions you answered, the more citizenship status you got. With whether it was uh, you know a, a green card all the way to full on citizenship, and of course the Indian got one because you know they're so smart. So I don't know if it's stuff that we could still do because there's a lot of a lot of uh, stereotypes and, but we had characters, not characters. We did characters. So. You, you, you've mentioned that before on some of the shows that you've done um, about, yeah, I'm not sure if this would still work. I mean, um, the wet backstreet boys um, <laughs> um, and, and things like that. that. Yeah. You've yeah, mentioned yeah, yeah. that. And it, it, part of it's kind of sad because I mean, comedy is comedy and, you know, jokes are jokes. And it seems that especially, in the past year or two, and especially in the past week or two, that um, that it's changing, and that the, the atmosphere in the world is changing on it. What, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, because that kind of sucks that you can't say what you you can't tell a joke anymore. So, what, what do, you, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, and it's it's so funny because I'd almost I've forgotten about the Wet Backstreet Boys, which I think is a great <laughs> name for a boy. It's awesome, you know, stereotypes. And, and I mean, it, it generally made me just laugh. I forgot that we made that up, you know, and I remember going back and forth, like Instinko was another one that we thought mm -hmm. would be funny. Well, let's go for it. Let's go for wet backstreet boys and Latinos loved it. So I'm, I'm thinking that nowadays other people, non-Latinos might have an issue with it. And maybe some woke Latinos would be like, Oh, you, you can't say that, you know, cause <clears> it's derogatory. And I'm like, I, well, I don't know how it could be. Cause you know, my people just walked across this river 
it's your people that came across a whole ocean. You know, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, right. But yeah, that's and I think as comedians, especially if, if you're doing satire and you're and you're not punching down, I think we need to be afforded a little bit more um, leeway so that we can experiment because we we know where the line is, and I think George Carlin might have said it where it's like you know there's a line and and it's our job to kind of cross that line and i'm butchering it i, I don't know exactly how he said it but but That's i agree pretty close, though. We, you know i agree there is that line i know where the line is i know what i shouldn't shouldn't say and if i have to think about it twice it's probably something i shouldn't say but now let me see if i can say it in a way that's going to at least make people think or or feel something and i mean if whether it's a boo or a laugh or a uh i mean that's a reaction you know but right. you want more laughs than because you want to be entertaining at the end of the day, and not just say things that are shocking for for shocking value, you know, like like Skinny does. No, I'm kidding. Right? Yeah, exactly. No, very, <laughs> uh, very it's, true. Uh, because the talent, the talent that's on this on this platform, you know, that came over from Stereo. I mean, a shout out to all those guys because I've never met a, a funnier bunch of you know naturally talented uh, performers. You know, and I call them performers. Um, you know, being led up by by, by Rocksteady, the the ringmaster there. You know, it's so, so it's it's uh, you know, and, and they'll say things that are shocking, but it's funny. You know, and I think as long as it's funny, you should be allowed to say it. And, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, again, Gilbert Gottfried just passed away today, and um, not yeah. to bring the show down, but I think he'd be the first one making you know jokes about his his own passing you know and, and right. I think too soon jokes too soon yeah mm-hmm. yep yep oh wow way to bring the show down paul no i'm just joking <laughs> i'm totally I'm joking for, so. uh, and sweetheart i know you have at least one more news story so get that ready yeah. we've got rock steady here truthful sweet mark real skinny sarah conti samantha yuri uh elizabeth kathleen David, uh, Kat, Jay, and AC. Guys, thanks for all being here with us on Fireside while we're doing the show. If you're hearing the show later or if you're hearing the show elsewhere, um, we are visiting with Paul Vato, um, an actor, an uh, improv comedian, a entrepreneur, a business owner, and what's the last one? I know I'm missing one. <laughs> All around nice guy. All around nice guy. Go. Correct. That's true. <laughs> and that too. Yes. Um, all right. So, all right, sweetheart. Uh, one more news story for us. Uh, pick a good one. I don't or, have one. Oh, oh, oh! oh, 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 oh <laughs> sweetheart, things to say. I love yeah. what you did there. I I'm trying to decide which one I want to do. Well, uh, you too, then. So it's your show. Ones. I know. Read the headlines. Let us decide. Okay. All right. Headlines. Deal. Or Paul can decide. Paul, you decide. Uh, man accused of beating roommate over mosquito argument. We have uh, Nebraska senator retracts claim about giving the schools litter boxes. And Southwest, <laughs> pa- <laughs> Southwest passenger arrested for masturbating four times during a flight. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love politics, but I mean, he was, I, I was accused. I was only accused. <laughs> so I think I have our winner. <laughs> yeah. So a man on a uh, Southwest uh, flight faces federal charges after allegedly masturbating at least 
four times during the flight. Uh, he was, uh, this was on a flight from Seattle to Phoenix, uh, and the cr- criminal complaint obtained uh, by the site uh, claimed that it happened on a Southwest flight uh, on April 2nd. Uh, this man is accused of masturbating four times in a seat next to a female passenger. The woman took photos, and when he fell asleep, she told the flight crew that what had happened, and then they moved her to another seat on the flight. Uh, the woman, woman turned over the fo- photos to the Phoenix police uh, when the flight landed. Uh, when the FBI interviewed him, he said, he said he didn't think the female passenger was uncomfortable with him masturbating. He thought it was kind of kinky. Uh, he's actually <laughs> wow. facing uh, charges related to lewd, indecent, and obscene acts. So, yeah, that mm, yuck. That did not. That did not disappoint. Question. <laughs> <though. laughs> what? That's what he said. Yes. What? What was she wearing? I give, I'm oh. giving you all the information oh. that I that I have. I have no idea. <laughs> I see where he's going. Why I have you? that is the only information I have. <laughs> Probably jammies. Before, I don't know. <laughs> time, I could see. I could see on a flight on Emirates from you know uh, f- from L.A. all the way to Dubai or something. Because yeah, and then and, and you're in one of these luxurious uh, sleeper bays. But four times. I mean, kudos for that guy. My I God. I, Seattle to Phoenix can't take I, that long, right? <laughs> I, I heard no. uh, I heard a story of the, I don't think it was the same one though. I uh-uh. heard a story similar, and it, it'd be, but the details aren't exactly the same as what you just mm-hmm. told me. Is and this week too, because I thought, okay, I've heard this as you started telling it, but no, the details were completely different. Apparently, there's a lot of uh, a lot of masturbating going on on planes. I mean, Especially recently. It's one of the know. masturbators, I guess. I, I guess. So. I identify as a masturbator. What can I say? Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> well, at least we're, you got to be proficient at something, then do it. Um, here is, uh, we do have a message. It looks like it is, I don't know, rock steady, maybe. Yeah, again, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm in and out of work, so that's why I haven't been able to leave messages. I've been listening, though, and uh, yeah, the story of Paul Barter was a good one. Uh, dude, I just want to say, man, uh, the whole dirty dirty mind thing was a joke, but uh, you let the cat out of the bag when you said that then. <laughs> and secondly is that, uh, man, yeah, I've I got a special spot for you, dude. Um, you've really come into our sort of stereo group. You've been on stereo. We never. I wish we all got to mingle a little earlier than we did on stereo because I, I just know you would have been part of that group, man, that would roast people, get involved, say those fucking naughty things, right? But uh, but you came in later and you've meshed with us just like you have met us at the start. <laughs> so, yeah, got, got, got a lot of love for you, man. All the best. Fuck you, Dave. Thanks. Thanks, Rock. <laughs> I just well, love how Rock says naughty. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just love how he keeps telling me to F myself. Um, one more from him. Maybe if it'll work. Christ, four fucking times on himself. I mean, I find it difficult enough to go four times with probably one of the hottest chicks in the world. Yet uh, this guy's in love with himself to want to jerk himself off four fucking times. And what's the lady doing taking photos of him doing that anyway? What a dirty pervert. She is. <laughs> yes, I guess. Yes, exactly. I have a question. I have a question, for, I have a question and then a couple of comments. But uh, Rocksteady, do you like pies? Uh, okay, that was a that was a, <laughs> a callback to one of his shows. 
And um, it's it's um, Rocksteady's a good guy. Uh, I chuck it up him, as they say in Australia. <laughs> and uh, oh, um, Southwest is is what they call my penis because it hangs down. <laughs> through the- You got me to snort. I, I just, I just muted myself, shook my head, and uh, yep. All right. Yep. That's uh, is actually. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I actually used to date a girl named uh, FedEx because uh, yeah, she'd go over to a guy's house and she just absolutely, positively had to be there overnight. Um, yeah, federal. Okay, that's an old one. <laughs> It's an old one. We broke up right after that. Um, so, uh, you know, it's funny that uh, you guys are mentioning the other platform. A lot of these people that are joining us in the audience are from that platform. That is where uh, How Was Your Day started. That is where uh, Sam I Am and myself started as well. It's where we met a lot of the people here. Um, and he's right, though. I, we did not cross paths over there at the mm-hmm. other platform. It wasn't until you literally came here um, that I first got to know you on here. And I'm it's it's odd, but um, that's also something, Paul, that has kind of been a new startup. You mentioned the cigar business and COVID and did a lot of stuff like that. But one thing I did notice um, from you just knowing you, but also from doing the terrible research that I do, um, is that you've really stepped it up. I mean, there are, I don't know how many social audio platforms that one person can do, but you're kind of on all of them. I, I've, I've, you know what? And I've always been that way where people were like, weren't you just at another party? So in real life, <laughs> and my joke was like, I have a friend. Uh, because I was, uh, and it's maybe the FOMO. So it was always like I would plan, even in Hollywood, but a lot of it was based on strategy. Like, is somebody going to be there? And, and I think that's why sometimes people say, oh, Hollywood is fake. But no, I think it's, it's trying to make these strategic connections because as a business owner, that's what that's what you try to do. It's no different. Um, where where it's like if I go to this party, this person might be there, this other person might be this other one. And then they're like, "Weren't you just at another party?" Like, or somebody just called and said that you were over there. I'm like, "No, I'm here now." You know, uh, but I feel like, uh, and I'm very strategic about it as well. You know, I, I I love Fireside, and and I can really see me, you know, uh, not necessarily growing an audience, but but um, but just being the higher quality interviews. Uh, Sorry, I'm like this one. But oh wow. No, you're fine. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Good, I wasn't good. I wasn't even paying attention. What did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> go on. Um, so uh, if, if you go if you go to paulvato.com or vato.tv, you, you you'll see that I have a list of and these are apps that I've downloaded just to check them out. But none of them have been sticky, you know. That's probably the the wrong. No, it was perfect. We no, it was exactly that. perfect. <laughs> they were. Oh, look how sticky uh, it was. Uh, uh, oh, he froze a little bit. Sorry, he got sticky and froze a little bit, Paul. You did. Oh. You froze a bit. <laughs> right when you said sticky, by the way. It was <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> uh, I've actually masturbated four times through the show already. So that's, that's <laughs> well, there you go. Just like I've learned how to play. do it without moving anything. You can barely tell. Um, <laughs> that's right. Sam <laughs> took pictures of it. <laughs> um, so I think what, what happened was because when when we were shut down, you know, mandatory for what uh, three months, three and a half months. Right. 
in Vegas, and then we were our casino was down to twenty five percent. I realized the importance of social media, and I'd always I've always been in the forefront. Like I, you know, I'm sure I was there when my my started. I was there when when uh, like how do I how do I get on to uh, you know Facebook? I'm not in college, but I you know of course I I, I love the college girl, so let me figure out a way to get on this thing. Um, and then it like opened up at the at the at the perfect time. So I was like, you know, one of the first people on all these platforms, but I've always used it as a consumer, you know, just, right. just uh, consuming it and thinking it was fun and posting something every now and then. But then when, when we were forcibly shut down on St. Patrick's Day in the busiest month of the year and, right. and, and a month before that, we'd, we'd been shut down for a couple of weeks because there was a cyber attack. On, on on binions and and four queens and and also some of the strip casinos they paid half a million or whatever the the, the hackers wanted oh and wow back in business. our owner said like no like you know we don't negotiate with terrorists so we were basically closed for a couple of weeks so it, it was you know it, uh, 2020 was it was a very tough right. year um but it's weird uh, my my business that i work at got hacked right about that same time interesting and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no exact same thing we were shut down for two weeks as well mm-hmm. or almost we just no computers so yep. yeah and, and, you know the casino no computers no slot machines no table games nothing, nothing everything runs 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 on that so that wasn't something i think that, that i had really publicized before um but you know and then i was like wow so for the past 10 years instead of just being a consumer i should have been more a content creator and and then discovering social audio I was like, this is it because I mean, I love podcasting. I, I love the format. I love radio. You know, I've also done. I do a radio show whenever I'm in LA called the Porcho Hour of Power. Yeah, and, uh, and that's on which station, yes. babe? Oh, I didn't write that one. Oh, <laughs> that one is about- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I bet you Paul can tell us. It's on what? <laughs> KPFK, honey, 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 honey bunches. Oh, that is ninety point <laughs> seven FM. There we go. Yeah, I was like, I did not write FM. the numbers yes, down. You're right, honey bunch <laughs> of oats. Don't forget the of oats. Anyway. Of oats. <laughs> so, so that really got me on my journey here. Uh, you know, but then discovering or finding, you know, Clubhouse. Well, first stereo. First, it was stereo and meeting people like Cochino and and seeing what, what people. And I'm sure I listened to some of you guys on there as well. No, probably not. But, uh, <laughs> you know, stereo. Uh, but even though I did, I still stuck around. Right. Yeah. 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 I get to. Wow. You are just getting us, man. I know. I love it. There it is. There it is. Skinny. Uh, okay. Say whatever you want now. Go ahead. Oh, um, okay. No jokes. Anyway, go. <laughs> uh, so, so stereo was, uh, and then th- they never verified me because I've, I've, I've never, uh, and I should, I should get verified on, on, on the, on the platforms, but I haven't yet. And uh, stereo, once they stop monetizing, or, or you have to be uh, verified in order to get paid. Because even for doing a few hours a week, I, I you know, I'd make a, a hundred bucks or whatever they were, you know, in their contest. Right. And I, and, um, you know, granted, Jeff Ross and all these, whom I know, and all these other comedians were, were always at the top. But I was like, wow, you, you get you go on here, you talk, and you you make a hundred or a couple hundred bucks. And, uh, but then when they stopped doing that, I was like, ah, you know, I got to spend my time. And of course we were open again. So things were, were coming back, but then, and then, uh, discovering clubhouse and, uh, and, um, seeing the importance, I think of social audio and then, you know, culminating with, with Firefox. I think this is the best platform for this. 
because it's video. It's it's made for podcasters. I mean, I don't have to sell it to anyone. It's, right. Uh, it's, it's great. <laughs> I'm on all. Yeah, I'm on all the social audio apps. And if you go yeah, you're website, on everything. You'll see a list that's maybe 20 plus that are out there. That's right now, and that's only the ones that I know of. I mean, there's got to be another 30 or 40, and then there's they you know, they're probably gonna have another couple hundred by by the end of the year. I mean, it's everyone's doing jumping on the social audio bandwagon. So we'll see. But I think it was really going from consumer to content creator and, right. and you know, thinking like, oh man, what a waste. You know, I sh- we should have been posting about the business, you know, but you, you get, you're like, I'll, I'll always have business because I'm in a casino. People are going to walk by no matter what until you don't, you know, right. so social media is of, of, is of utmost importance. I get it. it. It's 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 odd that you mentioned uh, Jeff Ross and then we, Gilbert, who has passed. The, one of my first experiences on the other app was a roast session that Jeff did, and he had Gilbert on. And my my roast that I left in a message for him had something to do about uh, weekend at Bernie's joke. Um, because I said something about Jeff Ross, man, I thought you were dead in the eighties or nineties or something like that. And, and I, it was something to do with Gilbert, uh, and weekend at Godfrey's is what I call it. And it, it was a joke leading into that. And it's odd that you just, you literally just reminded me of that. It was a terrible joke at the time, or I thought it was funny at the time. Um, now not, you know, not so much, but I don't know. Well, too soon. Two before, really. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um, but uh, sweetheart, I'm going to let you ask another question. I got to step up real quick, and okay. uh, I have a feeling I know where you're going to go with it. Anyway, I will be right back, and then uh, then I do. Paul, here's the deal: with we do have a message or two. I did see it. Uh, so let me just, I think it was from May. And May, thank you for being here. Um, we still have ACJ, Kat. Uh, we've got a bunch of people here. Kathleen, thanks for staying. Elizabeth, Yuri, Samantha, Real Skinny, May, Sarah, Truthful Sweet, Paul, Rockstay. Those are the people in the audience on Fireside. So if you're listening to this later on another platform, that's where you can come uh, talk to us while we're doing the show. Uh, every Wednesday night at 8 p.m., that is How Was Your Day. Um, but in the meantime, uh, go ahead and, Ask your next, next question, babe. And when okay. I come back, we'll play that from May. And then I do have a couple for Paul as well. Okay. Uh, right. Honestly, after pandemic and right now, what is the day in the life of Paul Votto right now? Tell me what a normal day is for you. Normal day? Um, normally, it's, stay, it's staying up late as usual. And uh, so sleeping in. And again, it's Vegas. So so it, it's I've always just had... I think that's why it really worked for Vegas because, you know, our shop would be open till midnight or one. Uh, you either have a, a drink after work or 10. Uh, but then <laughs> you can also, um, you know, even if you get home at two or three, you're still like. <laughs> People that are just listening aren't going to get this. That's funny. Yeah, I know. That's funny. Dave's putting up a cutout. Yeah, he's got a cardboard cutout cut out of himself. His his himself. his uh, employees made it for him. So <laughs> that's that's so funny. Um, so and, and then you know you usually end up going to sleep at you know four or five in the morning because you need to unwind after work anyways. So um, some some but I've been going to bed a lot earlier because I know that, that sleep is 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 important. 
but then it, it's it's also not that that I'm retired because I still have the NFT uh, project that I'm working on with Mi Famiglia, Mi Familia, spelled the Italian way with a G, Mi Famiglia. Uh, so we, we, we do a lot about that. I, I check my schedule to see, and it's been a lot of uh, you know social audio, uh, Clubhouse uh, here. You know, if I have any orders to ship out for cigars, there's that. There's uh, you know, but a lot of that just involves making a call to to my factory in Florida. And then having them send out what needs to be sent out, and once that's taken care of, I mean, it's it, my days have really been freed up. But yet the time just flies. So I've, I've been uh, getting back into yoga now. Now that I have time, um, which I, I started a lifestyle brand called Bad Ombre Yoga. Oh, uh, puns. Um, and I'm, I'm working on my travel show. I'm trying to put together a travel show uh, that people can support. If you go to paulvato.com, I've got my GoFundMe and Patreon there. I want to do a travel show where I visit people in real life that I've only met on social audio. I, I mean, it could uh, it, it could also be just social media in general, but specifically social audio because a lot of these people I'd only heard, never seen them face to face. And then now, you know, we've, we've interviewed a few on on Film Talk. I, I do. A, I'm a co-host on a podcast called Film Talk with AJ Dean, uh, where we're interviewing a lot of people in the film industry and actors and producers and even stuntman. Last night we had a stuntman and a stunt coordinator um, and, and a film festival doctor, you know, she, she, she gets people's uh, films into film festivals. So all aspects of, of the industry. So that's something we do about once a week and do a couple of shows, two, two or four shows a week. Um, so a lot of that. And uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'm really, I, I order food once a day. Because if, <laughs> I go, if I go shopping and I have food in the house, I'll eat it all. So I'd rather just either order for the day and spend more money. But in, in, but I, it's just it's almost healthier that way. Okay. And yeah. um, and then, how was your masturbation session, Dave? <laughs> I don't know if he heard you yet. <laughs> okay. Good. good. <laughs> See, it was good. See, you did. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you can wait till Rob. I, I heard exactly. I was listening <laughs> in my ear. I heard exactly what I, you said. I thought you needed to yeah. <laughs> no, I was listening the entire time. I, you know, I don't masturbate that quickly. I, I, I four times just so you can know. Uh, I'm, I'm very smart. I graduated magna cum laude in my in my uh, in my. School. It's one of those. That's one of those words that isn't. Uh, yeah, cum laude though. Yes, I got it. <laughs> Wow, yes, yes, yes. Very nice. I'm just kidding. I, I did not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. All right, hang on. Let me finish up. Get... Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah. I've written a sketch where this guy confuses uh, kabuki and bukkake, <laughs> and he's talking about doing uh, kabuki, kabuki theater because, you know, the right. makeup on his face, and there's this whole – I forget. I've got the sketch somewhere. <laughs> He didn't we'll have, have to look it up. <laughs> That's Kabuki. too funny. <laughs> Maybe I'll finish writing that sketch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely should. And yes, I heard every word of it, by the okay. way. Paul. Um, all right. May sent a voice message. Uh, so okay. let's hear what May has to say. How was your day, May? First of all, first of all, who is this rock steady using the F word? Okay, that's a fucking New Yorker thing. Okay, <laughs> and what you've got there is a privilege. What we have is a basic instinct. Got it? Good. Um, and somebody asked, how was your day before we got to the show? 
Yeah, I guess it went okay. Well, what the? Don't say it. What the heck? Okay. Okay. So, yeah, it went okay. Um, I got my first review. People say I talk a little too much. Go figure. But otherwise, <laughs> my go to work and I stay put. And I go back to whatever I was doing before break without a problem. Yeah, you talk too much. That's for sure. But look who's talking. Who got more than a minute? You or me? Forget about it, okay? And watch the F word, whoever you are, Mr. Rock. Not allowed. Uh-uh. Knock it off. For real. We're out. All right, Betty and May. Yes. <laughs> is that actually two people, or, or is that... Kind of. Okay. One person. <laughs> no, it's one. Yeah, it's me. That is one person. Me. That is me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, we dropped the fucking in, F word um, here. So, yeah, it, it happened. I know. I was going to say, uh, Paul, I'm surprised you haven't met me. Uh, she is down in your uh, in your neck of the woods. So. Yeah. She... Yeah. So, Tijuana. Tijuana. All right. Yeah. So that's where you're at. So real quick, uh, I, I do have a question or two for you, Paul. Oh. No, normally what happens, and I kind of told you, we can look up and we can ask a normal question. I'll be right back to you. But, okay. And Paul might need a break after this. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. Nope, she's not masturbating. And I don't know if she can hear us. I can hear you. She can hear. All right. Um, so anyway, Paul, <laughs> never do I ask... A question about anything that you haven't said or brought up. I'm not going to ask a normal question. And for anybody uh, who's, yes, he's back. Um, here's my question for you. Um, can you, first off, two things, because I'm kind of jealous about this. Did you live on a boat? I did. Yeah, yeah. We, we lived on our boat in Marina del Rey. Uh, Zora was the name of the boat. It was a 43-foot uh I mean, I guess it's a mini. You've considered what's well, a yacht? I'm maybe still a mini jealous. yacht. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It's just like a small condo, a small apartment. But yeah, we were there. Uh, and and my joke is like, oh, just should have just stayed there. Um, and, uh, we ended up moving the boat out to Vegas. But uh, yeah, I we my my ex wife and I we lived on, on on our boat for a couple of years to right before we moved to Vegas. Right. All right. Well, I, you said something like that in one of the podcasts that you did. And, you know, I, yeah, we can look up anything about you, but I needed to ask you something. Like Rock says, you know, I ask those questions you don't expect me to ask. So, um, man, my last one, uh, uh, my question that I have aside from this is, um, can you tell me the story about when you uh, broke into uh, someone's house and ate a turkey leg? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I... I've heard that. I mean, it's not one of your normals, but I thought maybe you could share it with the crowd here because I did. Sure. I kind of know the story, and it's kind of a good story. So, if you wouldn't mind, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly how, how it happened. And uh, um, but a, a, a friend uh, and I went to his first show at Saturday Night Live. Had just, I think, he had just finished his first year at SNL, and so so uh, Horatio Sands yep. got hired by SNL, probably like '97 or '98. He was nice enough to invite us. So we flew out to New York. It was my first time at Saturday Night Live, but that's when I met uh, Dan Aykroyd and, and kind of started not a friendship, but this acquaintance thing where we've, we've kind of run into each other throughout the years and we've traded cigars for his vodka and whatnot. But um, yeah, so so uh, uh, Horatio uh, got hired by SNL, as did Jerry Minor. And Jerry, 
uh, was both a writer and an actor on the show. And I think this was their first year back. So they weren't, you know, really famous. People didn't know who they were. Uh, and, uh, of course, you know, after the after a Second City show, we'd go hang out. At, I, I can't remember if it was the last act and then it was Corcoran's or vice versa because it's been so long. But right there at North and Wells, uh, you know, we'd usually start out there. And then at 2 in the morning, we'd move over to the Old Town Ale House, which was open till 4. Best jukebox in Vegas. You know, Anthony Bourdain, God rest his soul, also did uh, a show at, at and kind of agreed that, you know, there's this, this iconic place called Old Town Ale House. But I can't remember how it led us to, uh, you know, meeting, of course, meeting these girls, uh, where it always starts. And it was Horatio Sands, Jerry Minor, Dave Carter, who's also African-American. And I'm only saying this because it kind of plays in, in, into this whole story. Uh, me, was there was maybe Amr? Maybe was Amr with us? I have to find out. Who's half Pakistani and 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 half Colombian? Uh, he used to go by Paki Colo, and I was like, bro, that's not a good, you know, that's not a good monster. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, you know, maybe Colo Paki, but Paki Colo, um, which Colo Colo or Colo is, is but butthole in Spanish. Mm-hmm. He should know better. He's half. He's <laughs> half. But it was it was rest assured it was all brown folks, and so we meet these these these. Uh, these girls and we're like, let's go after those right there. So, so uh, first, first they, they find out, uh, you know, cause and I don't even know if they knew that Horatio and Jerry were, were, we were just being our typical charming selves. They're like, um, uh, come to our place. You know, the bar's closing, come to our place. And of course the first thing we're, you know what they must've known because our first thing is like, well, do you have any alcohol there? They're like, no, but we'll go buy some. So we're like, okay. We're like, yeah, well, we're going to go wherever the booze is. So um, they're like, we're going to go buy it. You guys, you guys go to uh, you, you guys uh, go hang out uh, and, and chill. There's food in the fridge. There might be one or two beers. We're like, oh, you know, okay, let's 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 go. So they're like, okay, just walk down. Go. Um, you'll see these two brownstones. You go in. You, you go down the middle. Make a left. Go up the stairs to the second floor, and the back door is open. She goes, just make yourselves at home. We're going to go buy the beer. Uh, and and we'll we'll meet you there in in you know twenty minutes thirty minutes. So we're like, okay, like fair enough. We don't even have to walk with walk them to the store or nothing or drive. I don't, I don't even remember. I think they were walking. So they're like, we're gonna go buy all the beer. We're like, yeah, let's do it. so. These five, four or five you know out of shape lazy uh, minorities. We're like, yeah, <laughs> let, great idea. You know, let's let these white folks go, go do all the work. Bring us some booze and then we'll hang out with them mm-hmm. and we'll drink the booze and then we'll leave unless you know. A few of us get lucky, and I think it was like a group of four girls, probably Megan, Jennifer, uh, um, I don't know, uh, a couple other white. So, <laughs> right, yes, we, we got, we understood. <laughs> Megan, Jennifer, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I don't know. It's like Ashley. I think that one was Ashley, probably, and probably. Becky. I will say Becky. Mm, yeah, so, gotta be a Becky. There's got to be a Becky in there if she's sleeping with brown people. So we go. Uh, <laughs> so so we go exactly. Say, and we're like, this is it? Yeah, this is it. We, we go. We, we go right down this uh, this alleyway. This uh, you know, uh, uh, it's not called. It's not an alleyway. It was just between two homes, uh, two of these you know Chicago style uh, buildings. We, we go to the back. We make a left. We go up the stairs, up to the second floor. Try the door. Open it. Op- opens opens right up. We we walk in. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, I think one, one hits the head. I go to the fridge. I open it. We're looking. There's this giant turkey leg. I call dibs on that. I think there was one or two beers. I think Horatio takes them both. 
And we think he's going to give one away, but no, he wants them both. So we're like, all right, he's he's the new star. He gets to keep them both. Uh, uh, people just start rifling through the fridge and are grabbing, you know, brownies and whatever's in the fridge. I grab a giant turkey leg, and I still remember it was – and I, I, I feel like I even unwrapped it. So I, I don't think – like it came from a state fair, you know, obnoxious. I just, start, I just start gnawing on it. I'm like, oh, God, I'm starving. I can't wait till these girls come back. And and uh, bring us some food and some some more drinks and I'm just happy and then um, and it was it was I can still picture it it was long and so this first door opens and this really cute girl opens the door and she goes ah! and closes the door. Like, oh, another hot roommate like this is just getting better. Right. And then all of a sudden the door like swings open and it's her boyfriend. And he sees, and he he sees us, and he he he, he actually took her, put, put put her in front of him, like he was like, and he sees us because you know here's these two black dudes and and, and three Latino or two Latino guys and one who knows what the hell he is, and uh, he's like, and the door closes, and then the next door it was just like clockwork. The next door, same thing, uh, and it's you know so so it's like. The bedroom right off the kitchen, the bedroom off of a hallway that opens, and you know, and this girl, it was almost the same thing. This other cute girl comes out, and then a guy behind her, like, what the, what's all the noise going on? And they see it, <laughs> they close the door, <laughs> and then the third one, same thing. Like, so it happened like three times, but like the one from the living room, and you know, they're ready to fight until they see, you know, the all, all these brown dudes in the kitchen raiding their fridge and then I, I think it went back to the first one it was just like clockwork the first one opens and it's like the tiniest girl and then all the doors others open and she's like what are you guys doing here and i'm like oh you know megan said we could you know megan and ashley said i'm sorry megan megan and ashley said that we could hang out here and until they, 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 bring, they bring the booze like the booze like that's and then and then she's like there's no one here that named Megan and Ashley that live here. And I was like, <laughs> and I've got, I, I had the chicken leg and I go, I take one more bite. Cause I was starving. <laughs> I opened the fridge and I put it back and, you know, we're improvising. I, I think the ratio probably did the same thing. Like, <laughs> so we put Set we're starting everything back and, <laughs> and we're like, did they set us up? Like, did they want to get us killed? Like, what is go? We're like, wait, you don't have roommates? They're like, this is it. Like, and it was just, I remember that she was like this little spitball, this little spitfire. And she was like, and, and then we're like, oh, we're sorry. And we're literally, I think she was tiny. We're, you know, we're, we're all big, you know, six feet and bigger. And, and we're like, oh, and I think Amr, you know, he's a pharmacist for Christ's sake for Walgreens. He's like, the first one, like out the door, like I can't get in trouble for breaking an entry. And, and you know, and then what's the felony? Oh, the, the fat one stole a chicken wing of turkey. And uh, so, so they start going out, and I, being a gentleman, I, I, I'm holding the door open as everyone's being walking out. We're all looking at each other, like, did they set us up? Horatio walks out. You know, they just got on TV. They can't be arrested either for breaking and entering. And then, um, as I'm about to close the door, I, I open it back up, and I go, oh, you guys should really think about locking your <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay? 
and, 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 and now now the t- guys, tough guys are coming. I'm like, fuck, I, I better get out of here too because now it's just me. All my friends have already deserted me. So I'm just like, I close the door and the second I close the door, it was like in a comedy. The second I close the door, it's click, 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 click. Nice. I'll bet to this day they never believe it. But we taught them a lesson. So, we, you know, I, I make it down the stairs, you know, the typical Chicago uh, wooden landing, make it down the stairs. And there's Horatio and Jerry and Dave Carter and, and Amr and myself. And we're looking at each other like, what what just happened? So we start walking back up. Here come the girls, you know, <laughs> really <laughs> beer and food. And, and then we, we're like, what the fuck? And they're like, what? We're like, you set us up. There's people in that apartment. They're like, no, there's not that we, the, no, it's just us. We're, we're the roommates. We're like, no, we did exactly what we said. We walked down to, to the end, made a left, went up two flights of stairs. She goes, no, no. She goes, oh, I meant to the right. No, you go down to the right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we're like, like, should we teach him a lesson and leave? We're like, hell no. Let's, oh, you know, we don't learn. So we follow them. We make a right. Go up the stairs. Sure enough, back door, wide open. So if anyone wants to break into a house in Chicago, second floor, back door, always unlocked, yeah. always open, fridge full of food. And uh, so, so who knows what happened that night? I don't even remember. But <laughs> we could have gone to jail. We could. I mean, we broke into someone's home. But I thought that the funniest thing was me taking one more oh, bite yeah. and then gingerly putting it back. Like, here's your food bag. You know they're not going to eat it. We could have just... But I was like, also, I'm not going to steal anything. <laughs> Agreed. Paul, that's awesome. Oh, gosh, gosh, I love that. Everybody here, clap it up for Paul and his turkey leg. <laughs> so I feel like there's something to that story there. I should craft it a little bit better. No, uh, it was awesome. It's a great story. <laughs> it is. It great is awesome. Great story. Everybody in the audience, uh, for here, for how was your day, uh, please, uh, first off, I guess, nah, sometimes I can ask if people want to come up, but if you do have any questions for Paul or for us, um, you know, type it out or you can request to come up. We could bring somebody up real quick, I guess, uh, as we wrap up the show. In the meantime, uh, May did leave another message or two. Let's okay. see what May has. And then I have another question. All right. Okay, now wait a minute. You're talking about hooking up with my with my my girl here. <laughs> um, no, there's actually me. Uh, I'm her creator. Actually, her name is Betty. I've been doing her for 17 years. Uh, she is the alter personality. I use her at work at my other job. She's gotten quite a bit of a reputation. There she goes again. Shut up. Uh, and what part of town am I in? Well, I work on Serene and Eastern. But I live off of Harmon and Maryland by UNLV. Right now, I just told the whole freaking fireside community where the hell I'm at. All right, all right, so we'll move. Oh, and if you're going to meet me anything, you got to get seven days permission first. If they say no, deal's off. Yeah, right? Sure. I say no. Does that count? Let me think about it. She lives on the side of town with all the construction going on. Here's one more. <laughs> did you guys forget about Exantia? <clears throat> <laughs> no, we did not forget. Um, and then uh, lastly, we have Real Skinny. Hey, Sam, Dave. Great show. Paul, great show. Yeah. Uh, also, Dave, just to let you know, I, uh, I put the turkey away and I locked the door. 
Just saying. <laughs> Thank you, sir. All right. Um, all right. Um, all right, babe. One more. One more question. If yeah. Whatever you got there. I feel like maybe that's answering your question. Uh, Paul Votto, what is your guilty pleasure? That would have to be Vato cigars. <laughs> no, but for real. It's amazing the timing, isn't it? I mean, uh, yeah. Um, I know. I was like, I think you just answered my question there. That's great. <laughs> it, and it's weird because it's, it's cigars and, and maybe even yoga, uh, which, okay. which you wouldn't think, you know, and, and I'm trying to get more men men to do it and especially maybe latino men or people of color because it's it's not something you know obviously yoga was was invented uh in venice uh, or santa monica california by by white people obviously we all know that <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but uh no you, you know of course it goes back back to india where it was mostly you know done by men you know so mm-hmm. um yeah, it's something that, that I like to tell the world about and, and maybe do something with my lifestyle brand, uh, Bad Ombre Yoga. Um, but uh, but definitely, you know, uh, cigars. And, and it's, my joke is, well, I'm not addicted. Uh, I've been smoking them for, for 30 years. Uh, but I'm not an addict. I'm, I'm, I'm an aficionado. Or uh, it's, it's, it's not an addiction. It's a passion. Uh, so it's, cigars, it's, it's something that's handcrafted. Uh, there, there are no chemicals. I just want people to know the difference between cigarettes and cigars, which, um, you know, cigarettes are full of chemicals. And if I didn't have to sell them, I I would not have sold them. But, you know, that's, I think, what makes them addictive because nicotine is natural. Nicotine's in tomatoes. Nicotine is like caffeine. Can people get addicted to it? Yeah, probably. But it's, it's, you know, I think it's all the horrible, horrible chemicals that they put in cigarettes that make Mm -hmm. them so addictive and so poisonous. There's something like 400 um, carcinogens in a cigarette, but when you combust it, it becomes 4,000 carcinogens. So that's how, much, how many poisons you're putting into your body. And hey, I'm the last person that should be talking about health that way. But I just don't like that people don't know the difference between, especially right. politicians that don't know who should be educated, you know, think that, you know, that, that we that we maybe even advertise to kids, which we don't. And if you did, they would try it once and then probably never smoke again because it's not something that you inhale. Um, it's all natural. There, there's no paper. The only paper is the band, which you don't smoke. I shouldn't say that. I have accidentally smoked it. Like, <laughs> I smell like what shit. Like, oh, so the, the band is on fire, you idiot. Um, so, so that would that would be one of my passions. I think social audio uh, has become one of my one of my passions, um, and and just and comedy. Uh, I do I do love comedy uh, in all its forms, and I do still want to do stand-up uh that that's that's gonna be and maybe maybe even this year uh before the and i've done it uh i've done it you know a handful of times and i even opened for steve byrne who's an amazing nice. comedian uh, and by open i mean i did like five minutes when he did new year's eve in vegas uh and i apologize you know for thinking up the show but you know i got a few laughs and and it was you know i could probably if i saw the recording i'd probably tell that i'm that i was nervous but um you know when you're out of your comfort zone it, it, it just makes you stronger. And Bobby Lee had, has always given me great advice. He said, you know, you're not, you haven't lived till you've bombed on stage, even though I've never seen him bomb. He's just so good. You he know, good. He, he was an amazing stand-up when I met him uh, and then became a great sketch artist and actor uh, because of Matt TV. But uh, do, you guys, and then, do you guys still talk? Are you, are you still? Uh, not, not so much. I just wondered. I, and I don't know if he was doing a bit. The last time I ran into him at the comedy store, 
I was like, because I was kind of kidding. I was like, oh, I don't know if you remember me. Because we used to go down to Tijuana together. He's the first guy to take me down to Tijuana. And all the stories that he's told are 100% <laughs> he, he took true. you to Tijuana. <laughs> yeah, because see, he grew up in Poway, which is by San Diego. And oh, his people okay. All right. You know, so he's friends with like Paulie Shore, um, uh, you know, because they, he performed at at uh, at the comedy store there in in it's not in Poway, but it's in wherever, wherever it is by San Diego, and right. it'll, it'll come to me. So uh, I remember we were, and I think it was because I had a car and he didn't like to drive or something. So I, I remember driving down down, and we, we were we were driving past. He goes, I grew up here in Poway. And he started get he started tearing up and and he was like, uh, you know, I, I didn't ever think that I'd make it. Like I, you know, I was a drug addict when I was growing up. And and I looked over to him and he and I was driving. I I look over, he looks at me and he's crying. And I start laughing. Or he he was about to start crying and I start laughing. He goes, what what why are you laughing at me? <laughs> he sounds like you know for some reason. Why are you laughing at me? I go, oh my god. I go, are you serious? I go, I thought you were doing a bit, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I, you know, I was like, he was laughing. He was, he was awesome. crying. I started laughing at him. And then, but then, but then we, <laughs> um, I remember we stopped by that by the comedy store because I think he helped build the stage and all that because that, that's that's you know, and he started out there. And um, yeah, I, I mean, it, it was like even walking because he was already on Matt TV. You know, uh, I come over to his condo, his, his apartment, and. I remember that he had checks laying around for like seven grand each because I think that's all they got paid for their shows, which is a lot of money. But, you know, right. at the time still, I don't think it was as much as SNL people were making. But he just had like, I don't know, three, four checks on his coffee table. I was like, Bobby, what are you doing? Like, you got to deposit these. You can't just, oh, yeah, yeah, I keep forgetting. I'm like, Jesus. You know, but, uh, but yeah. So, and then the last time I saw him at the comedy store, and I don't know because maybe he was with his new girlfriend at the time or, or, or something, but he was, uh, I was like, "Hey, Bobby, I don't know if you remember me." He goes, "Oh, uh, yeah." He was uh, from Matt TV, right? And I was like, "Okay." I decided I didn't know if he was doing a bit or what, right. but, uh, right. but so I, I, I'll email him. Every made time. fun of him crying. Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just saying, but but uh, you know, same with like Ike Barinholtz, uh, Keegan Michael Key. You, you know, we'll we'll it, when it's a it just feels like when it's appropriate, something comes up, I'll either. DM them or text them and you know uh, they'll respond or if I run into them somewhere it's like we just pick up where we left off type of a thing you know so mm -hmm. um, and I've, I've always I find it hard to I don't want them to think that I want something from them which right, right you know right. so it's hard for me to sometimes reach out but it, but also the older I get it's like well you know what maybe I have something to offer and they'll be upset if I don't tell them about a project because it's usually right. now involves a script or a project or, you know, our NFT where we're looking for, for brand ambassadors for our NFT. And we'll, you know, we'll give you assets in exchange for that. So I've, you know, or, or owl, you know, being on the owl app, trying to get them on there. Cause I, I see it's a great way. I'm a brand ambassador for owl. And I think it's a great way for celebrities. It's almost like cameo, but without having to, to, to make a video and, if you're on set and you've got 30 minutes, you can go on live and they can take phone calls and, and get paid whatever, 50 bucks or 10 minutes or a hundred bucks or 10 minutes. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's whatever their rate is. So I'm always, I think my intentions are always good, but I try to also be selective because I'm sure they get inundated with, with, uh, with, you know, um, things that, that people want them to do. And here I've got this project, I've got this. So it's, I, I don't ever want to make somebody feel uncomfortable that way, but I also don't want them to go, in a few years, like, why didn't you tell me about this? Like, oh, oh, because you're my friend. I didn't want to tell you, you know. 
Right. I get it. Um, and I know, I don't think it's owl. Well, I know that you have owl and you right through your, uh, at, uh, at Um, you can get under that, but was it direct me or something like that that you also have, uh, whatever it is, is it, and this is a good buy for everybody in the audience. Um, you can actually, uh, hit a button and it's a hundred dollars a year for you to never send us a nude picture of yourself. Am I correct? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm right on that one. I'm pretty sure I'm right on that one. Paul, Paul, there's one thing about me. I do my homework before we do a show, buddy. Wow. Um, <laughs> Ass rock. <laughs> there is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pay for that, by the way. I am uh, sending I you I think money. it's a good deal. <laughs> if, I think it's a great deal. I think if you've enjoyed today's show, you know, please, Consider joining my Patreon. It's like three, three bucks a month or on my on direct.me. Or, uh, I run by rule of three. It's $3, $9, $27. And then, but I do have the $100 option, which is for $100. <laughs> I promise to not send you nudes. And I know it's funny because it just cracked me up. It, it's sometimes <laughs> I, that I do things uh, because uh, either I've been drinking or I just do it and then forget all about it. <laughs> It's called a blackout, really, uh, and not not the theater sense. And uh, I'll I'll do something, and somebody will say it, and I'll laugh. They're like, "Well, you wrote it, or you did." I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that." Um, not to toot my own horn, but, but yeah, that's pretty funny. A uh, hundred bucks, and I will not send you nudes. And then I also, I think, in one of the platforms, and maybe that's why it's not being promoted. I should take it down. My Patreon, I think, I have a fifty thousand dollar experience, which which I base it on the Vincent Gallo. Uh, is that his name? Vincent Gallo. Is he the crazy actor from Buffalo? Yes. Do yourselves a favor and go under merch. He's listed yeah, himself. Yeah. yeah it's like a date and he does. Yes. No, I heard about that. Yes. I he, have no he idea. He will have sex with you. Uh, yep. If you're a natural born woman, uh, mm-hmm. white woman, you know, so yes. if, if you read it, it is just so homophobic, like racist. But it's so well done. I'm like, I got to do what this guy's doing. He's selling his sperm. <laughs> He's selling his sperm for fifty thousand dollars. Yep. Um, no, so okay. I think that's. I have. I should go back and maybe take it off because no one's, no one's biting on that. Yeah, Thank no. you for not biting. On that. <laughs> uh, right. You don't want anybody to bite. Yeah. No teeth, ladies. That would hurt. No oh, well, I do have my book coming out called uh, oh. the. I'm trying to come. Maybe you guys, you fine folks, can help me with the name. I think I already know, but it's called uh, the Cama Sucia, which in Spanish means the filthy bed. So it's based on the Kama Sutra, but it's all been updated. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it's I all been it. updated. Uh, or the Vato Sutra. I'm, I'm, maybe it's maybe it goes. And I'm not sure if I should NFT it or put it out as a book. Right. I I think definitely a book. Your first name yes. was perfect on that, but it's definitely got to have your name in there somewhere. Sure. All, all I know is one thing I can say, and this is for real. Um, number one, it's been a pleasure having you on our show. And we're not 100% done because there is one more thing that we need to talk about. But um, you, you are the, I don't know, kind of king of reinventing yourself. And you're doing it again. You're doing it now. You're doing it with, um, with your website. You're doing it with these podcasts. Um, you have a podcast that lasts, I don't know, three minutes long. I, I don't know. May may have something yeah. to do with you. My podcast lasts a lot longer than yours, Paul. Um, oh, best life. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> but mine is so. very very fulfilling. So. <laughs> and, and, and and the guests will want to come back for more. <laughs>
And um, your podcast, <laughs> yes, there you go. And it happens more often too, probably than mine. I don't know. Anyway, four times a day sometimes. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> Actually, we cut anyway. Nothing. We didn't catch pictures of it, but I will catch it on the replay. <laughs> Here is um, what I do want to ask: um, When we come to Vegas, what are we doing, man? We got to go get a drink at least once. Yes. Oh, we got. Uh, once uh, you're stuck with me, so be careful. If you invite me out, you're gonna be yes! stuck with me. Yes, deal. Where uh, you know what you're saying, and why are you coming to Vegas? If I may ask. All right, baby. We're at uh, Mandalay Bay, and uh, honestly, uh, I know opposite side of the fun, but we'll be downtown all the time. Truth, uh, yeah. Uh, Dave's best friend. I, I don't know if you've seen him on stereo. Jay Nanya lives there, and that's really why we're coming out there to to visit and. Uh, you know, we just come out to have a good time. At some point, we're going to move there. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Sometimes this is just our, our annual trip to Vegas to get away from Nebraska. <laughs> That's, it's it's funny you would mention uh, Mandalay Bay. So so let me, if, if I may, mm-hmm. um, just a quick story. And, and it'll kind of actually probably tie in the, the whole show together. I think as an improviser, we're always looking for these connections. Uh, but uh, but but I would I would uh, I'll bring the cigars. We'll, we can meet at Mandalay Bay and then hit other places. We can we can head downtown. We can do do whatever you guys want. But um, so we we used to stay at, uh, at at Mandalay Bay, Monte Carlo, and Mandalay Bay. And um, I remember I was there with with a bunch of people from Mad TV because uh, we used to go, we we used to go often. It was like Mo Collins and Jay Johnston had joined us on that trip. He was on. He was on Mr. Show, and I, I. I think he was also on. He was on a Sarah Silverman show. He, he played Laura Silverman's uh, cop boyfriend uh, on the show, and um, so we, we were all there, and we were walking by a a craps table, and somebody looked at me and, and it was like Paul Rodriguez. And I go, "What's up?" And I keep walking, and my friend goes, "Who was that?" I go, "I have no idea." And to this day, I was like, "How did that guy know me?" Because everyone knows me as Paul Vato. So my real name is Paul Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's already a, a very – and it's funny that Skinny brought up, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Dave, Fluffy. He didn't mention him, though, did he? He didn't mention Paul Rodriguez, but that's, that's no. you know, that's the other – and he's touring again. He's, he's doing shows I just saw. And I I've, I've met Paul when I was 18, uh, maybe, maybe even younger. Uh, he they, they opened the improv in Chicago, and I remember I drove into Chicago and um, took some photos. And afterwards, I asked for his autograph. And and he was like, uh, "What's your name?" I go, "Paul Rodriguez." He goes, "No, Donnie, what's your name?" I go, "It's Paul Rodriguez." Paul Rodriguez. <laughs> I show my ID, and and I remember he he took a flyer that they had, which I think was used as a placemat with all the other comedians, and he crossed them all out, and he goes to Paul Rodriguez from yourself, Paul Rodriguez. Oh, that's um, cool. And I wish I still had it, but but uh, it was it was just funny that it, the story of Mandalay Bay reminded me of of uh, this guy calling me Paul Rodriguez. And I was like, maybe it was somebody that I knew from high school, but I was so just with my friends that, that I didn't think of what, a, and I didn't, I, I wouldn't have known him from Vegas. So I don't know how he knew me. I don't know how that was, but um, it reminded me, you know, that, that I go by Paul Vato because Paul Rodriguez, the name is already taken. And his son, Paul Rodriguez Jr., which that's my name, uh, is a famous skateboarder and has his own shoe from Nike called the P-Rod. Uh-huh. The only, you know, to, to have a, sh- a Nike shoe. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I know uh, that's how Paul Vato came about, but I know, I know a uh, uh, Gabriel, uh, I did a show called Latino logs 
uh, that was written by Rick Nahera. And I think he got upset when I said, oh, I just came out of the bathroom and I left a Latino log. That's how you don't, you know, uh, make it in Hollywood. You make fun of, of people right to their face. Um, and, uh, but, but Gabe was in it and, um, and he, he took my part. I was, uh, I played a role called fat matador about a matador who's, it's a brilliant, it's a very well-written monologue about a fat matador who's upset because they're obviously, um, being, uh, ageist against him and he's getting too old, but you know, he's a fat guy and he's in a matador outfit and it's, he uses a gun to fight the bull, you know, that's, that's how, so, uh, so Gabe took over that, that part when we did it in Chicago. That's when I first met Gabriel and George Lopez. I met when he opened for. Uh, I think they were switching, so he wasn't opening because when I told that to his wife, she was like, uh, "George never opened for Carlos, you know, for Carlos Mencia." Mm-hmm. But I, I think I, I still remember George went first. I don't think he, maybe he was opening, and then maybe each show they would switch because they were both like just coming up um, mm-hmm. in, in in Vegas, you know. So so that's right. that, that's how. Uh, but but yeah, in case people were wondering about about that and uh, was there a question or did i just go off on a well all of all of that made me think of a question um in your experience in your whole career what is the person that you've met that you've uh like whether it be like your peer that you've met that you're like yes you lived up to the hype and a person you've met that are like, you're like, ah, oh, I should have never, I, I didn't, I mean, I don't know why, I, and, you know, I, mean, I guess maybe the this one you, <laughs> you don't want to say, but what is somebody you've met that, yeah, didn't live up to the hype that you were like, oh, I'm a little disappointed in that. No, no, no. I, I think great questions. And I think people, uh, um, sometimes you meet someone and, and, and they, they just have, have a, profound effect or, or at least years later you still remember them you're like that was such an interesting person but not necessarily celebrities but mm-hmm. uh in, in the celebrity world i mean I've, I've met so many and some of them even before uh my wife said she was god you're such a star fucker you know so i, I was thinking, <laughs> that could be my autobiography because but because i get very you know i i'll give people their props i'm, I'm not i'm not overly but i will and especially somebody that's you know not an a-lister but you meet somebody and then it's very exciting. And then for me, it just wears off because I mean, I, but I do treat them like a, like a normal person because they're people too. Yeah. Uh, but then it just, the novelty wears off and it's like, it's like a little play thing. And then, and then they're, sometimes they're like, well, what happened? He was so into me and now he's not I'm like, oh, I, already, I already met you big deal now. But uh, no, I, I, met, I met Bill Cosby at, at, a, at a, at a book signing. Uh, he did not try to uh, pill Cosby me, but that was <laughs> nice. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Uh, but, you know, somebody that that just popped into my mind, and I just met her at an airport briefly. Uh, you know, she was very pretty, so, of course, I'm going to, you know, talk to someone, say hello. And she, and I think she had a guitar, and I was like, you know, and then, and it was it was, it was a trip from Vegas to L.A. or L.A. to Vegas. And I met her, and she just – it was like these people, you're like, oh, my God, she she's going she's gonna to do something. And apparently, it turns out, her name's Andy – I think it's Andy Allo and, – uh, uh, but she's on a show called Upload. Uh, which, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Like the lead. But when yes. we talked, chatted at LAX, I think it was at LAX, and we just talked and chatted, and she was so nice. And I was, and but it, then it turns out 
uh, you know, she she had worked with Prince. Like, I think she was one of his muse, muses. And I could be, maybe that's something I made up. But, but she had this history with, with Prince. And um, and I was like, but, and I had no idea she was even an actor. And all of a sudden I, I'm watching this show. And I'm like, is that Andy? Cause, and and I, I corresponded with her on, 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 uh, you know, D, I DM'd her on Instagram. And at first mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's the same, you know, but then all of a sudden you get famous. And I think their publicists are like, why are you even talking to this person? Like, right. you, know, who, you know, so, so I, but so, and maybe again, maybe I'm making that up. Maybe if I DM'd her, she would, I DM back. I don't know. But that's when I kind of, you know, step away and it's just like, Hey, congratulations. I saw your show. I think you're fantastic on it. And you know, that's it. I don't need anything, want anything. Uh, but she, she really had, had this great, great effect. Uh, but somebody that lived up to his hype to, to their hype was maybe Nicolas Cage. Cause I did that movie called the trust with Nicolas right. Cage and yeah. Elijah Wood, super nice too. Uh, oh. But, but to watch, and it's not like we chatted, we're both here in Vegas, but it's not like we chatted. I have a creepy experience uh, that creepy for, for him, but, um, and I was hoping he wouldn't recognize me, uh, Nicolas Cage. So we did our scene. Do tell. It was so amazing. <laughs> to watch a professional actor of his caliber you take direction from these, these directors that were new directors. Um, but they, they, you know, they give him something, you think about it for a second and then do it and spot on They're like, Oh my God, you know, that's a, a, a consummate professional that, that, uh, that I would strive to be. So he, in a professional sense, and again, it wasn't like, Hey buddy, what's going No, it was just, you know, one day of work, I uh, had a small scene where I yell at him in Spanish and whatnot. And, uh, but to watch him work was, was inspirational and motivational. Um, and I'm trying to, I honestly can't think of anyone that I've met and been like, Oh, they were a disappointment. Uh, you know, um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, because so you've met Morpheus then I've heard stories, but, but, but nothing, nothing, nothing like that. Yeah. No, that guy was a douche. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) who, who was it? I said, so you've never met Morpheus then? <laughs> I'm not going to say his actual name, but you know what I'm talking about. I met him in Vegas, and he was just a douchebag. Anyway. Uh, what, how did you – did you approach him or – Oh, no, no, I mean, no. I mean, kind of. just kind of said hi, kind of did this, and it, it, would you mind such and such? And he just treated me like I um, – yeah. yeah, he just treated me like, get the fuck away from me. I'm like, oh, I, you know, I was just trying to be polite. I, I mean, I didn't say that, but I'm like, all right, whatever. Anyway. Not a big yeah. deal. It happens. It happens. I've met a lot of mm-hmm. really nice people that, anyway, that was, that's in my head. I should have kept it there. Um, yeah, no, no it's my fault. Um, but uh, we do have just a couple real quick messages. And okay. before we wrap up here, it looks like uh, May might have left us. Nope, not a voice message. We are fine. I'll read that shortly. And then we do have rock study. All right. Yeah, Dave, um, Paul Vado's show might only go for three minutes, but uh, I definitely do want to come back uh, for more because I can't <laughs> fucking wait for yours to end. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Rock. I would have I'm sorry. By the way, all these sarcastic things are just jokes, man. I love you to death, by the way. I've got to say that publicly because I think you're getting a little, little uh, thinking, why is Rocksteady paying out of me today? It's because I love you, brother. I don't give a shit. Oh, we get it. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> um, that, that reminds me, yes, my, my two-minute podcast. It started out because, I, and it's probably coming around real soon. So f- for those of you that are uh, have a little trepidation about starting your own podcast, I think they're going to do it again. So uh, a Rode, the, the microphone company, R-O-D-E, with that funny O with the line through it, um, 
is which I believe is an Australian company. They hold a contest where they want a podcast between one minute and two minutes at the at the most, and you um, you submit it through Anchor, uh, and it, it, uh, so it's free. And I found out about this last minute, and you know Australia is like I don't know three weeks in the future, so I lost <laughs> I lost a little bit of timing. I was only able to submit two. Uh, and, you know, the artwork is sloppy, you know, because I, I was really my, my first foray into doing a podcast for myself. I produced my ex-wife used to do a show called Drag Addiction, where she would cover RuPaul's Drag Race. So I, I would produce that, edit it. And that's how I, I realized, like, oh, I hate doing all that, all that stuff. So this is my <laughs> own. And uh, I thought, what would be funny, of course? So it was uh, the Super Secret Celebrity Show. I was like the longest name possible for a short, very short podcast. And the premise is. Uh, if you're one of my celebrity friends, I interview you, but I basically spent about a minute, about a minute and 15, a minute, 20 seconds talking about myself, where it's Paul Vato. You know, I'm an actor, improviser, voiceover artist, originally from Chicago, where we don't have an accent. And I go through the whole thing, you know, uh, I, in the year 2000, I moved to Las Vegas, I moved to, to Hollywood, where I had a, a storied career with Matt TV, Saturday Entertainer, the Sarah Silverman Show, Bold and the Beautiful, because I'm both. So I basically spent a minute and a half talking about myself, and I go, and now... Please, celebrity, introduce yourself. And then they're already caught off guard. Like, wait, what? I got to introduce myself? Like, I don't even give them the, the, the honor of, of introducing them. And then they're like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, well, I'm blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you might you might know me from, you know, I was, uh, I was on, uh, you know, Saturday Night Live. I did this. But what I really want to talk to you about, Paul, is about this new orphanage I started. I go, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. Uh, we run out of time. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I do too. And, so funny. And and, and <laughs> what I found is that they, you know I tell somebody like I need you for five minutes. They're like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Like really? And they're like, I don't even have to leave the house. And then uh, Naomi Grossman, uh, who, who I'm still trying to get on here, she played Pepper on American Horror Story. She goes, Bato. She goes, she goes. I hate it when I I go and she goes. It happens to me all the time. You know, you, you go do a podcast uh, or a radio show. You sit there for two hours. They talk about themselves, and then all of a sudden they get to you, and they run out of time. And you've wasted two hours. I'm like, yeah, it's the same thing, but now it's only you know two minutes. <laughs> right. So I'm going to say yes, and then I can always use it as a teaser. So now, so I submitted that for, for the for the podcast contest. And again, if you go to Road, they're probably running it pretty soon again. Um, so get get your podcast two minute ideas, and then the other one I did was this, the uh, cool immigration stories, where we only did that one episode, which was. Uh, if uh, you know, everyone thinks of DACA, the the deferred children's you know thing, the mm-hmm. uh, that they think it's because of Latinos, but it was actually because of John Lennon. If there was no John Lennon, there'd be no DACA program in the United States. So it's it's just a, a quick historical thing about immigration. And um, Dr. Aaron Conrad and I are planning on doing more cool immigration stories of you know successful uh, people that come from an immigrant background and and have become successful in the United States. Uh, or, you know, have contributed, you know, to the world, but specifically the U.S. because it's a, it's based on she's an immigration lawyer. So it's based on, on that. Uh, but now my super secret celebrity show, if you go to paulvato.com, the links are there or it's on Spotify. And I, I have to make more. I've got some, again, the editing, you know, and now they're like three or four minutes or five minutes. But it's kind of the same premise. I talk about me, let them get into their story. And then when they start wanting to promote their movie or whatever bullshit they want to promote, I cut them off, you know. So. <laughs> I love it. And it's probably not a good way to get guests by saying like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about your bullshit you're promoting. So. (laughs) I think it's the best way to get guests. (laughs) 
Well, I, I do. I tried, I tried to set up your uh, link uh, for paulvato.com and the little oh, yeah. movie, but Oh, thank you. Okay. So yeah. anybody actually wants to uh, check that out, um, the link is right there by the fortune cookie. Hit it. You'll go straight to paulvato.com. And folks. All your NFT stuff. All, all oh, the skits you've been in. Go ahead, Paul. It's only a hundred dollars, and I promise to not send <laughs> you for one year. I mean, come on, it's only a hundred a month. I think I don't know. That's no, five for the year. I don't remember. That but is you know, true. send me a hundred bucks. You won't get any nudes, <laughs> uh, or just sign up for my Patreon. It's only three bucks a month. Come on, dude. That I might actually do. Well, actually, I might way less than a hundred bucks. bucks to spend. <laughs> but you're gonna get nudes. You're gonna get nudes if, it's, if you're Other on the front of my phone. I get it. All right, I, Paul. I wish you, I. I would. I actually do wish we had more time because there were things I didn't even bring up. I didn't bring up the story about you in the bathroom and somebody singing uh, while they're peeing next to you about your uh, commercial that you made uh, for Del Taco, I believe. Um, yeah. there's, God, there's and there's just a ton I just left out, but it's fine. We'll we'll meet again. We'll have a, we'll have this part time. two. Yes, we <laughs> might have to do that. In the meantime, AC, Jay, Cat, David, uh, Kathleen, Elizabeth, Yuri, Samantha, May, uh, Real Skinny, Mister Boombastic. I saw you in the show a while what? ago. Just get, he is here. He says me, but it's it is Mister. Um, yeah. And of course, Rocksteady, uh, helping to finish out the show. So, real quick before we wrap up, um, Paul, tell us. I know we've said it plenty of times. There we can find you at paulvato.com, but what else are you doing? What's coming up for you? And uh, where can we look to get more information about anything about Mr. Paul Vato? Well, I, I try to do it, put, put everything on paulvato.com or vato.tv. It goes out to the same place. Uh, join my Discord, uh, and you can also find that on paulvato.com. And uh, I'm once I can get a better background, because this is pretty shitty, <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I must have like 15 bucks. Seriously, yeah. all you got to do. <laughs> Make sure then, you iron it or rock steady. will mess with you. Anyway, go. Do, 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 do you, what do you do? Do you just fall <laughs> or what? Huh? You nail it to the wall because you guys have. Oh. You guys live in the same house? Yeah, we yes, do. We're we just do. in separate yeah. rooms right now. Um, <laughs> we have a, a thing, but you could tape it. Dave has taped it to our wall before. Yeah, I had it set up. I, I had a whole, I have a whole frame and it was set up. And then my friend Del Zamora, uh, who, who I'd love to interview here. Uh, he was, he, he was like, Oh, this is in the way. And he took it down. But yeah, I had something where I, I could just hang yeah. my, my, my white cloth or, or, or green mm -hmm. screen or whatever. Just, bath towel. just put that back up. Anyway, he wore that. <laughs> so, Anyway, so that's where we find Paul. Sam, I am. Where can we find you? Yes. Here every Wednesday <laughs> night with me. Anything you would like to say to the folks before we scoot on out? Hey, Paul, I've had a wonderful – I've loved speaking with you tonight. Um, I really cannot wait to meet you in person. I think it's going to be great. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, again, yeah. it's been really wonderful getting to know you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I heard your interview with with Rocksteady uh, the other the other night, yeah. and Matt. I, I wish that I was pretty you. heavy. <laughs> I wish I would have met you when you were young. No. <laughs> <laughs> Always the case. Oh, if you knew me back then, you'd be like, "Oh, Jesus!" <laughs> thank you. That, that is a fact. For anybody that did not hear that, please go back 
and check Rocksteady's podcast from... Uh, I laid it all out on the line. <laughs> on Monday night. And yeah, you get to know more about Sam I Am than, uh, than you ever wanted to know. Uh, or, no, it was awesome. It was I mean, I didn't awesome. matter. Yeah. No. Well, anyway. I, I have, I have a, a few guests lined up for Fireside, and I, it's, it's just... You know how it is sometimes with celebrities? It's like, you know, I was actually going to... Uh, so I stopped putting it up because I put one up for my buddy, Chris, Uncle Chris. I call him Chris Kloos, mm-hmm. who was an uh, Emmy award-winning writer from Second, from the Second City TV show. And I met him at Matt TV. Uh, he coined the phrase, the Chicago Mooch is on, because we would show up. Even if we weren't working on the show, we'd still show up on a Friday because there was food and booze and, mm-hmm. and stuff. So we'd walk in and go, oh, the Chicago Mooch is on, which I, mm-hmm. I don't even know if he remembers that, but... Uh, so I, I want to interview Chris. I want to interview my friend Naomi Grossman from Pepper on American Horror Story and right. uh, Palestina, who was Bud Bundy. Um, I'm working on that. So I, I really want to do all my higher profile interviews here on Fireside. So that's that's the plan. But it's just trying to, you know, I was, uh, we were going to do Palestino uh, yesterday or, or or the day before, but he's he's in Florida shooting a movie, and they they went from night shooting that's to day right. shooting. So, you know, and again, I, I feel I don't want to ask too much from somebody, but that's the plan is to, to and again, if you go to paulvato.com, you can find all that information and follow me across all social media. Um, I, I promoted the show on my Instagram, which has been finding a lot of traction. I need to get over 10,000 followers. Same with TikTok. I went from 250 followers to over 5,000 so I can, you know, live stream and I can do all that. That's been another thing that I've been doing. So yeah, please support any way you can. Thank you. Yeah, we definitely will. So everybody out here, follow Paul Votto everywhere. Pretty much. I mean TikTok, Instagram. But anyway, that's uh that's kind of how it ends up. Paul, I do want to say thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to get to know you. We will be in Vegas, by the way, um, to meet you in person. We'd love to do an actual show. Maybe we'll do how was your day from Vegas. Although (laughs) our normal how was your day from Vegas time? We will be flying. We're going to have to move that to a different day or something that weekend. Yeah, but we'll be we we'll be there over Memorial Day weekend. Wonderful. Uh, I look forward so, to it. Yeah, and totally. I, my fault, but we're bringing the real skinny with us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we can I leave him wait. at the hotel. We'll leave him at the hotel. No, I can't wait. Guys, thank I you can't. very much for coming to How Was Your Day. We will be back next week. Next week, our guess i haven't talked to next week our guest is supposed to be rev i haven't talked to him so i'll have to reach back out to him after that we've got the bike lady um still reaching out to a couple people you guys if you Mm want to be a guest on how was your day hit us up on instagram that uh was linked in the fortune cookie but it'll be linked next week whatever we'll be back next week (laughs) anyway you guys yeah don't have to go home but you can't stay here that's all i gotta say thanks paul Paul, thank you very much. Everyone else in the crowd, Mr. Boombastic, Rocksteady, Gabrielle, Skinny, May, Samantha, Yuri, Elizabeth, Kathleen, David, Waitbot, you're coming up again shortly, Kat, J-N-A-C. Thanks for coming to How Was Your Day. We will see you next week. Have a good one. Who loves you? <laughs> I know. Thank I you. <laughs> good night. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, you can Someone still hear me? Yeah, we can still see you. Just don't do that like you did earlier. <laughs> see you, brother. Thank you very Bye-bye. much. Bye-bye. Four times today. I know, right? <laughs>